or not? This was your fucking idea. You back out now, I tell him you're Jewish. Go. Even ladies and gentlemen, we are the ain't rights or the aren't rights. Either one. Can't mistake it for yourself It ain't hard to just spike your hair But a jack still lives inside your head Nazi punks, Nazi punks, Nazi punks Fuck up! Nazi punks, Nazi punks, Nazi punks Fuck up! They come the fuck get out of here You ain't no better than bouncers We get drunk, we believe we create the drugs It ain't not a kid Nazi punks, Nazi punks, Nazi punks Fuck up! Nazi punks, Nazi punks, Nazi punks Fuck up! Sir Patrick Stewart says the N-word. I did not see that coming. This is spoilers. This is spoilers. Here we go, yeah. Let it sink in. Let it sink in. Did you write that? Or did you read that? I wrote it in my head. Gotcha. Kind of combined two jokes. Got it. Yeah, I liked it. I was going to do all day. I was like, I'm going to do the N-word thing. You know, it's just because it's freaking Patrick Stewart. And then I was like... Oh, wait, Nazi. That kind of fits in pretty nicely. So, And I workshopped it a little bit, and Brittany said it was good. So, Usually we play the uh, clip that's referenced in the opening spoiler before the episode. I don't think we're yeah, going to no, do don't, that. Don't play that one unless you, <laughs> unless you bleep it out. Maybe just Patrick Stewart saying something else in the movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so this is Brett, and uh, we are doing the, gosh, 2015? 2015... 16 horror classic green room which i believe we've already kind of done on spoilers but hey that was a long time ago seems like only yesterday hard to believe six years we did not do that proper because i I don't think we should set that precedent that we're going to be like doing double movies right pap well, listen, I may have gotten a little defensive when we tried to time do time between that. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was like, that got really nasty for real quick. But yeah, anyway, I, we spent a whole five minutes on it. So I think we should do a better job. We this did time. one of those minor theater spoilers. This is back before, I believe, long before I was there and definitely before Josh, right? I think it was like episode 15 or something. So, um, it needs a deeper dive. Um, I, I think it needed medicine. That's why I wanted to pick it. I don't really like horror movies, but this is more of a thriller in my opinion. Um, but anyway, this is Brett. I'm recording. I'm your host tonight. I'm recording out of Fort Wayne. And tonight we have a smaller crew, but it's a good crew. So if you've watched this movie, uh, as I said on the thread, there's really only one question that we can ask. And it's a kind of a theme early on in the movie and at the very end. And that is what is your desert island? Artist, artist, band, group, anything. And to get us started, I will say mine. And then Stevie gave me an album that he'd want to take. And Corey gave me a band or so that he would choose. So I'm going to say that while you guys think a little bit. And then we'll go east to east, I guess. So since that's not me. So this is Brett, like I said, 
Um, my favorite band of all time is the Decemberists, and I would definitely take that would be my Desert Island band. I've listened to them more in the last eight years than I've listened to anybody else by like ten times, and really? it's a good sign. Yeah, I, I and I know they're a band that like they're not for everybody. I know certain people that don't like them. It's just, but it's he's my favorite songwriter. He's my favorite voice. He's my favorite band. I just, I, I just, I freaking love them. So that would be mine. Um, my crane wife. Yes, classic crane wife. One, two, and three. And if I'm allowed to take Connor Malloy's solo stuff, I'll take that too. But that's uh, that's a debate we can get into later. Stevie said it's not really an album, but his absolute Desert Island album. I'm sorry, not a band. His Desert Island album is "In the Mountain in the Clouds" by Portugal the Man. So he said it's a it's a perfect album from start to finish. So uh, he didn't exactly answer the question, but he gave us a, a good album. So we'll just actually say he'll just take Portugal the Man and. Corey actually was thinking along the lines of me. Um, he said someone probably like Bob Dylan, but realistically probably Led Zeppelin, who was actually on my short list as well. Bob, I mean, he wanted to pick Bob Dylan because uh, he's got, what, 600 songs? Like, that would be something mm-hmm. you could, like, grow into. But he talk about someone who's not for everybody. And then just to throw this in, my wife's would be Taylor Swift. So, um, and that might be Josh's wife's as well. I don't know. I don't know. But that's a good start for you guys. Uh, who's Eastus? We never really know. Um, I'm Eastus, Southeast Goshen. Oh, Pappy. yeah. God, you moved yet? Yep. Um, it's funny because Stevie actually bought me the LP for In the Mountain, In the Cloud one time and i still have it i told him i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to it tomorrow so let's see do i so do we settle this if i say paul simon do i get simon and garfunkel i said you could have paul simon and garfunkel it's a little cheap because as i told him like simon and garfunkel i do love but they i believe they only have like three albums so yeah you know pappy is a huge paul simon fan so uh, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna allow it i got the spotify like notification that I was in the top one percent of all Paul Simon listeners oh, yeah, in the world. I've gotten that like multiple years in a row for the Decemberists. Yeah, definitely. you're on a list. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Graceland probably my favorite Paul Simon album. Just to add on, if I had to pick another one, like just a true band, it's not my favorite band by any means, but they've grown on me a lot in the last few years, and kind of like the Corey thing. Just like the depth, specifically of like the live music, it might be the Grateful Dead. They got a lot of music. Just with all like the Dick's Picks albums, yeah, a lot of just different albums, like all of their like. I've never been to like a Dead and Company show. Way too young to have been, like seen the Grateful Dead when Jerry Garcia was alive. But do, do they have live albums? You said yeah, and like I, the ones that I've gone more in depth with are like so they're called like Dick's Picks, and they're just be like a, a random compilation of like different live albums from different performances. And that's like one of the fun things that I've found is like, you'll find a song that you really like and then listen to like five different versions of it. Right. That might Cause be they're, like they're totally quintessential. Different. I actually had somebody who used to work for me and he was all about jam bands and stuff. And he's like, they're one of the quintessential jam bands. Like 
you're pretty much they're pretty much just riffing and playing off each other. So yeah, you'd get a lot of different versions and you wouldn't get tired very easily. So yeah, like listen to the Jack Straw and like Spotify, like whatever one comes up first, then go to like YouTube and type in best Jack Straw version. And that one just rips and it sounds completely different. So that if I had to like play the game true, Brett, grateful that. So that would lead us to Josh, obviously, because Mikey's not in Indiana anymore. Josh? Thank God. Hello, Josh from Goshen. Um, if I take Clapton, does that mean I get one <laughs> of the six bands? <laughs> Do I get one of the six bands he un- like broke up get with? some Yardbirds, some Derek and the Dominoes in there. Cream, yeah. cream. Brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> Man, the soundboard's a little turned down recently, Mikey. A little it disappointing. It is turned down. Even though that's directed no, at me, it's just you that one is quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Josh, just say the Beatles and move on. I'll go with uh, Strokes, maybe, or Sufjan Stevens. I'd like to go with an artist that has like a future in front of them, like maybe still has stuff coming out. And I'd like to think that if I'm on the desert island, I'm still somehow getting the new stuff. What like is this scenario? You're getting airdropped like a new CD. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my iPod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Yep, that's kind of just the way I'm looking at it. Strokes or Sufjan Stevens, that's my answer. Josh yeah, that's good. Sufjan Stevens got a lot yeah, of music. Sufjan will come out with Indiana in the next decade or so. <laughs> if he knew that was my only connection to the outside world, he might just make that album for me. He might. I'll with a song him. called Josh from Goshen. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, no. You're insane. Spoilers, <laughs> <pod>. <laughs> All right, Mikey, go ahead. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Josh from Goshen was a simple man. He's singing it far away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Josh from Goshen. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mikey. Uh, oh, you're good. Uh, Mikey from Chicago. Uh, I thought you were going to be like, how would you guys barricade the door and oh. take control of the situation or some shit? I was like, <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. I certainly wouldn't give up the revolver. That's uh... Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, so Desert Island Band. Uh, I feel like the band I've listened to the most is Muse, but like, I don't need to listen to them anymore. Uh, <laughs> I can listen to new stuff just because I just listen to podcasts now. I Unless it's like... Kendrick dropping a new album or somebody else I really like. Spoilers? Like the only the only yeah, the only bands I uh have really listened to for a lot is like Led Zeppelin, Muse, Radiohead, stuff like that. Radiohead so. would be a, they have so many remixes too, like there's a lot of really great stuff. I, I would say Radiohead would be probably my choice. When he, when that guy said Prince, that was a really good one too. I listened to Kid A today. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not getting into so much new music anymore. So that's a hard one. Yeah, but you go old music. Like I know, like you want to do what Josh does and have them airdrop um, new music to you. But like you can go back in time. I mean, 
get everyone's catalog. Can I ask a more Mikey-specific one? What's your Desert Island video game? If you can only play ooh, one video ooh, game. Ooh, video game. Uh, I'll say Spider-Man 2 when that comes out. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a solid trailer. Fun, that looks yeah. really cool. So I can't get something dropped onto my my iPhone, but Mikey gets like a power supply with a computer and monitors <laughs> and a PS4 and a disc to put inside and a controller. Come on. I was picturing it like Gilligan's Island where the band washes <laughs> up and we all perform. Oh, I'm playing this awesome. on coconuts, Josh. <laughs> coconuts and palm trees. That's cool. That's cool. So, I mean, we'll just settle with uh, Mikey said, I don't know, Radiohead or, or Led Zeppelin or something. But, um, all right, cool. So that was fun. Uh, I thought that my hint you guys would get, Mikey, yeah, my bad. I, I didn't give you a lot of time to think about it, but. But we all know that you listen. Like you're obviously not going to listen to spoilers. You don't on the desert island. You don't listen to them on the mainland. Oh, I do listen to us on the mainland. I like the sound of my own voice on Spotify. Same. <laughs> I used to. I mean, but we oh well. could use those plays, Brett. If you would listen to that, apps. I listen to a lot of episodes over and over again. But I'd be curious if everyone listens to us on like 1.5 speed. Have you guys ever done that? Like, you hear us, but it's like a higher-pitched version? I can't stand it's weird. it. Like, it happens to me on accent sometimes, and I just hate it. By the way, Josh, I can only my, go to 1.2. My That's brother sweet spot. listens enough for the both of us, so... That doesn't count. Brother Brian. Brother Brian, although much love to Brother <laughs> Brian, faux show. I feel like it's weird. We get enough listens, and I'm pretty confident there's a few nights a week that people are falling asleep to our podcast, too. Oh, yeah. And that's, mm, that's kind of weird. Play. Still counts. No, it's for sure. Turn autoplay on for that. <laughs> yeah. when you're if you're a fan and you're falling asleep to us, turn on autoplay. <laughs> Just keep it rolling. And if you're falling asleep right now, know that we're with you and we love you. I think my brother <laughs> said that when he, he gets down or gets mad or needs to get in a good mood, he pops on uh, Pinocchio Pod and listens to Jimmy the Cricket. Oh my God. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. I've listened to it so many times. It makes me so happy. It's like my best joke ever. And uh, it's probably the hardest I've ever heard Pappy or Stevie laugh. Um, <laughs> you guys' laughs like bleed into each other. It's like really hard. One of you guys can't breathe. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Stevie. Yeah. I actually asked Corey. I was like, I couldn't help but notice that you didn't laugh. And he's like, oh, I laughed. I chuckled. But, like, you guys were all laughing, so. Corey, he actually, he actually had a great joke. I actually apologized to him one time. His laugh is just subtle. Is that what you're going to say, Pappy? Yeah. Sometimes I got to add, like, a ton of gain to it in post so you can hear his little <laughs> tiny chuckle. Well, it's the things that make him laugh are totally, like, unpredictable. It can be, like, something very, like, the darkest joke. And all of a sudden, like, that's when he'll laugh. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Brett? I, like, apologized to him a couple years ago. I was like... Dude, you made an amazing joke on the Pinocchio pod, but I went right into my second joke, which was like the, uh, I don't know, break his knees. But he said, well, Brett, they are Italian. And um, I just blew right by it, and I felt really bad because it was a really funny joke. When I'm in a bad mood, I'll go back and listen to some of the times where I gave you guys the trivia if it's like the streets or someone oh, yeah. else. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> trivia game. Nintendo 64 is the... That's my least favorite because I'm so bad at it. But it's we so all funny. just fell apart on multiple occasions. It was yeah. so funny. Oh, man. If uh, To times. all of our spoiler fans, if you ever would just want to listen to a great pod... Oh, my God. I, I say it all the time. Southland Tales is like the most amazing pod. 
I think that we are all on our A game. Mikey's killing it. It's just so good. The movie's so bad. It's so fun to talk about. Great, great episode. Dude, that's what's so mind-blowing is because we did... Steve and I did Green Room six years ago, and I don't recommend listening <laughs> no. back to that one. I don't even sound like myself. I sound like I'm like hyped up and weird. Like I don't, it's it's very weird for me to go back that far. I, I don't recommend. It. I'm glad we're doing this again, Brett. Well, you just had just gotten back from the theater, hadn't you? You probably had pap grease all over you. Oh yeah, Covered yeah. In the chair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's chewing on pap dog. All right, let's get going. I mean, we lost all the neo Nazis. Who were gonna good. listen to this show? Yes, very good. <laughs> I do like that about this director. He like didn't want to put any of those bands in there because he didn't want to like give them the play, um, like the those type of bands or whatever. But anyway, has anyone else? Well, first of all, Pappy'd seen it. How about you guys? I had not seen it. Mikey and Josh. Uh, I didn't watch it in theaters, but I saw. It, I would say like, maybe like two years after it came out, hmm. like on streaming. Josh, obviously, I'm guessing you did not. I was completely blind, even to the point where I was, like, shocked to see the A24 logo pop up. I literally knew nothing. And I loved that. Oh, you didn't watch the trailer? I love the movies. No, I hate watching trailers. How shocked were you when you saw Patrick Stewart? Uh, Not because he was on the IMDb front page. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a bummer. That's a bummer. I didn't even actually, like, go into the IMDb. I just went to, like, queue it up. And he's, like. He was right there at the top. This movie knows the Patrick Stewart reveal is good, too. They show the back of his head for, like, the first Definitely. 40 seconds. And then you kind of see him through almost like, like a through a part of the car. trailer. Yeah, mm. he's literally on the picture on the Red Band trailer. So, like, the thumbnail. Right. Exactly. Kind of a mistake. But, you know, that's how trailers are nowadays. But has anyone else familiar with, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Jeremy Saulnier? Or if he's French, it's Saulnier. But I have heard of this movie, Blue Ruin. Yeah, I've, I've heard about uh, that, too. Do you have a, you seen it, Pap? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's been Sports, a while right? since I've seen it. Stevie recommended it. It's kind of like, uh, criminal, but it's like where the criminal's really stupid. And I feel like it would, like, really frustrate you, Brett. Not just because you I don't like when characters do dumb characters. things. Yeah, yeah, and it's like a lot of that. Like, he's a dumb guy. It fits within the context of the characters, but like, that's all I remember of it. I remember liking it, but. I think I watched it right after I watched this. Like, I was in, in a mood to salinate it up. All right, so this movie, um, the main character is, I believe it's pronounced Anton Yelchin, who I know we'll talk about. I actually, I really, really like him. And this is the last movie that was released before he died. And he he died a horrific death. And uh, it's really sad because I think he... Wait, what? I mean, he has... He's a little... What, Josh? I just didn't know this. I don't think this was the last movie. I think Thoroughbreds. I believe it was released, but I, that's what I read. But yeah, Thoroughbreds right around what? that time too. Mm-hmm. I thought that this was a segment for towards the end of the pod. <laughs> yeah, but no, he's, <laughs> that's I mean, why I'm shocked. Young, so let's, let's get, get some cues up and everything. Let's get some ah, wow. No, but we Hold have on. the. I mean, he's the main character. It's not like some windbag who's just part of the movie. I mean, I just wanted to get it out of the way. I mean. No, that's I really super sad. Him. I didn't know that at all. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's right up there for like worst ways I'd want to die. So I feel bad for his family and the stands and everything. So, but you know, let's talk about this happy movie instead. Um, yeah. It also stars, I mean, Hall of Fame bad name Imogen Poots, um, Alia Shawcat, maybe from Arrested Development, and then a bunch of other British people playing Americans. Yeah. So the six main characters, three. One, two, three, four British, 
One was born in the USSR and one's American. So not too bad, but they all play American. And as you probably noticed, some of the accents kind of slip up a little bit. But Pat, why don't you uh, just kind of, we don't need to get into like the first 10 minutes, but why don't you like tell us about the band and yeah. what they're, where they're at and like where they're headed. Mm-hmm. Slow roll intro. Uh, these guys and maybe all are in like their 20s, it seems like. Yeah. They are a small punk, punk band. They maybe have a little bit of a following. They go around and try and just go from gig to gig. The way that we're introduced to them is they've wrecked into a cornfield, falling asleep while driving, and then they siphon gas to be able to make it to their next next gig. Um, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, these kind of people are really, I don't know, maybe you would think they're cool hmm. when they're in their 20s, but if they're like still living this life when they're in their 30s or even older, it's like, this girl's really tired, right? Like they're just drinking yeah. other people's beer crashing on your couch that kind of thing very dirty movie too they don't seem like particularly clean people very punk lifestyle smelly Mm. smelly van i I don't know if i like this in the movie i wonder what you guys think but i feel like there's a little bit of a hint that they're a band that does have like a lot of talent and i think that's shown when like later the nazis despite hating them like get into their music and here Definitely, earlier, yeah. here earlier in the movie, I think it's shown when that guy is like interviewing them and he's like, why don't you guys ever market yourself? Why don't you have an Instagram account? And they're basically like, we're too cool for that. We like just our in-person fans. So you get that guy's feeling, a fan for sure. Yeah. So they have some fans, right? Are they bigger, smaller than spoilers? Are they a talented group? I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, they're definitely smaller than spoilers. Yeah, they might have more <laughs> talent, but they're smaller than us for sure. They blew the roof off that Mexican restaurant. They fucking tore <laughs> it up. Six, <laughs> six fifty, <laughs> six fifty a, a piece. Six eighty-two, six eighty-six. Yeah. There we go. And rice and beans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That reminded me of that, like Hedwig and the Angry Itch. It's like one of his gigs in a Mexican restaurant. Oh, definitely. I actually, you know what? I didn't think of that, but definitely, like they play at cafes. For a bunch of people that would probably rather not listen to music, but hey. They're in the back of Los Enchiladas. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. No need to bring Mitch Hedberg into this. Like that Denny's. Pap, what's the name of the band? Uh, Is it Ain't? Oh, sorry. It's Ain't or Aren't Right. Ain't Right or Aren't Right. right. They only joke about art because that's what the skinhead band put on the, their sign. Okay. So yeah. It, the it's, the eight, it's the eight rights. Yeah. Which is a pretty good punk band name. It's, it's mm-hmm. not as good as uh, Josh's band's name in high school, but it's pretty good. Trying to remember this movie like six years later, like one of the things I remembered it being was like a very punk movie, almost no punk mu- music within the movie. Right. I mean, you hear the band playing a couple times. There's diegetic music within the club, but it's not like there's a soundtrack right of like the misfits or even like the clash or anything like that you know what i mean it's very there's a few aren't there well they play a dead kennedy song that's the the song they troll them with the nazi, nazi punks nazi. fuck off yeah. um but i like that he part. Had a reason for that i don't really remember but i was watching the credits it looked like there are eight or nine songs that were like 
actual written songs. And are you questioning if their genre is punk or just that punk is not really a theme dived into too much here, Pap? Is that kind of what you're getting at? It's more like there's that one scene right after they played Nazi punks, fuck off, that they start to like rip into the second song, which would be where we get to see if they're like why their talent is able to shine through even after pissing off this room of neo-Nazis. But it goes to like classical music, right? And it's all these guys. Slow-mo. Yeah, slow-mo. Yeah, that is weird that they would do that. Mosh pitting, which is like, not that, not, not even that one's better than the other, but it's just like the antithesis, I feel like, of punk would be like a classical music song. It just, do I don't you know. Think, do you think that, this kind of goes back to the Truman Show where classical music's free um it doesn't cost you money this is a five dollar this is a five million dollar budget which is pretty low uh, i'm guessing a lot of that went to patrick stewart but do you think maybe it has something to do with that yeah but then again they can always write their own songs i mean the guy was in a punk band the director of the of the movie so didn't it seem like a stylistic choice weren't there like three times in the movie and i feel like it's kind of an a24 thing we saw this in uh, what's the Floridians movie? What the hell is that movie called? Spring Breakers? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. There's just like moments in these A24 movies where it gets like really dream-like. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think this, this version's movie, or this is this movie's version of doing that. I also want to say too, Brett, like low budget, $5 million, like you said. Fantastic use of the setting. Like I love oh, this yeah. is in the... Pacific Northwest, just enough like establishing shots to like make us feel like we're actually there. And then the fact that this like club is like tucked away in the woods someplace, making it believable, right? That all this fucked up shit could be like going on here and no one would realize it. I, I, I don't know. I, I just love that it's in Oregon, right? Yeah, it's Oregon. I like the, it takes place in Oregon and I believe they filmed in Oregon. I really like the fact that like the setting outside specifically, it is dreary and like the colors are like, I don't know, mundane and morose or whatever, but it's still beautiful. Like I really like that. It, they use the setting really well, like you said, but it is like kind of hazy and it's just not super vibrant. And that's a really, really nice job. Like I always think about what you said about, I think it was on the, the room, the room or, or one of those movies where like, you gotta, you know, I think the first time I mentioned it was Los Angeles. Sorry, Josh, I didn't mean it in that bad way, but like using Gosh. your settings to your advantage. That was a plus though. Yeah. It's like that one time when I didn't sleep for 10 days, cause that would be a long time. <laughs> I, one thing that confuses me a little bit about the setting, Pappy, is that, and this is just my na- naivety. I haven't really visited that area too much. It's like, I don't associate that part of the country as somewhere. That has super, uh, I don't know, like hillbilly. Because it's people a liberal out. paradise. Ooh, no, 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 no. That's not right. So Portland is Portland is like a leftist. Isn't that where Proud Boys are from. Utopia. Well, uh, I'm just saying when you think of parts of the country that I are like that, you think of like the Deep South. You think of like North Dakota. Maybe you think about some of the desert areas. But if you know. I would love to hear your point of view for sure. Yeah, definitely. If you look at like a like a electoral county map, I mean, it looks like a lot of states out west where the big cities, yeah, Portland, California's are all blue. red except for like the big cities. Yeah, 
Same but Texas. East Oregon is the fucking wild west. Like it is. Oh, it's like uh, hill people, right? Super right wing. Um, I think in like 2017, I want to say there was some like group of right wing extremists who like occupied federal land for like yeah. a really long time. It was like a big deal. Like like a standoff or something. Yeah, very different than West Oregon. And uh-huh. I've never been there, but it's just from what I've seen, and I have some family out there, but. It's kind of like those areas clashing. Yeah. Wow, Pap. No, no, no. West Oregon. <laughs> so does it Dylan have? Florida. Are there a lot of places in the Pacific Northwest that have like this like lawlessness to them? Is that something that kind of resonates then for you that even just knows that area a little bit? I don't know. I mean, it's. I think it's like anywhere out west. It's just so big. Like like conservatism out west is like different. You know what I mean? It's, it's more libertarian focus. It's the people yeah, who sure. didn't want to be. Yeah, who'd hate the federal government. Yeah, there's a lot less trust and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. It's unique out there for sure. Um, now, are there Nazi punks, rock clubs? I don't know. I've never, I've never been to one of those, so I can't really speak to, speak to that. Would you guys want to go to a punk rock show like this? Would you feel? No, there? <laughs> no, no, man. Especially in Oregon, where I probably wouldn't be able to carry. I don't think I'm getting through the door. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, I've been to some... Crazy shows at the Post in Goshen back in the day, but nothing, <laughs> nothing quite like that. Is the Post still around? Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about, Josh? Know. Yeah, I think it's a. In, I think it's a coffee shop now. If I'm not mistaken. Classic Goshen. Turn it into a coffee shop. The scene changed though. Like in like the 2000s, I remember it being like a when I used to hang out there. Hey, after man. High school. Lot scene of metal. didn't change. You changed, you changed, bro. You changed. You changed. No, it was a pretty metal place, and now it's pretty hipster, so coffee shop makes sense. So Fell off, bro. But Josh, what would you do if you you were just going on a road trip out west? Uh-huh. You, saw you stop and have yourself a brew. You pull into this place, you walk in, and you see a fucking swastika hanging on the walls. No one's hair is longer than like a quarter get in inch. Car, get in the car and leave. You just heel toe right away and like run. Away. I think that, that might be a like mistake. Slowly back out. First of all, like, yeah, they fuck. were safe. <laughs> like what I would do, and they wouldn't have a movie, is I would say, I forgot my phone. Gabe, can you go grab it for me? I'll be in the car. And he would be like, yep, I'll get it for you. Movie over. How thirsty am I in this situation? Throat's dry, man. <laughs> you haven't drank a beer in a while. You're poor. <laughs> well, let me check the prices of PBR real quick. <laughs> Let's see if they got any two-for-one special. <laughs> I think it might be in my own selfish best interest as a white skinned man to just walk in there, pay for a beer, and play the casual takeoff. Yeah. If I were a person of color, I would sprint to oh, my God, vehicle yeah. and <laughs> Dude, try to drive. The- it, I'd be looking over my shoulder. It'd be like the chase is on as soon as I saw. Like I would be out of there. So like, like the red boots literally are like you get them for attacking minorities. So no, Josh would be the kind of guy. He'd go up to the bar and be like, um, what kind of micro brews do you have? And they were like, <laughs> do you have any sours? <laughs> I, I had this really awesome watermelon sour. I heard it's in Oregon. Uh, you guys got any chicken fingers? <laughs> hey, is this kosher? I'm sure they got chicken fingers. Ooh, yeah, no, I wouldn't mention the, the K Can word there. Can I see there. your vegan menu? <laughs> oh, God. Vegan what? These guys not creeps? They want a tight ship. Except it's a U-boat. As Pappy kind of mentioned, they we didn't really mention, but their their show got canceled, and they played this restaurant, and then this guy who I actually liked in the movie, he's only in it for a few minutes, uh, Tadpole, 
he's like, hey, my cousin can get you in to a show. Uh, it's, it got you a gig, and it's $350. See, that's the, the part, that's the the thing that you didn't mention, Pap. Like, yeah, you, you walk in, you'd be like, I don't want to be here, but you have to remember, these people are making $6 a gig and eating free rice and beans, and they siphoning gas, so... They're like, it's $350, so they're going to play, you know? Can I ask something about Tad before we move on from him? Oh, yeah. In the movie language, there's a hint that Tad is pissed at them and setting them up for something bad. I thought that in a second, but I don't think so just because he's got the cousin and the girl coming there. But I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the guy did treat him like crap the whole time. Yeah, he he threatens to beat him up over six bucks, and he kind of disappears for a minute and comes back, and he's like, well, I can hook you guys up with a gig. So I don't know. I think the jury's out on Tad. And also, he's cousins. I think Tad's a nice guy. Pap? I like when they're sizing up Tad. And he's like, nah, man, this guy's the real deal. And it cuts to just like all of his pictures of cats. <laughs> he has a whole <laughs> like dresser full of cat pictures. I... I don't know. I think Tad even kind of didn't he give him a little bit of a warning, like, "Hey, this is like he a does. skinhead." Well, he, he his warning is, "I'd play your old stuff." Um, <laughs> yeah, which you don't really know what that means. I mean, we know the people who knew it was about skinheads, maybe, but we also don't have a reference, like in context, what their old music was and what their new music the was. Same but. argument and same question kind of extends to the Gabe character. Making Blair. We were talking about him a little bit before the pod, but... I loved him in this movie. He's amazing in this it's movie. It's Tad's cousin, and he's equally like... He's like the no. one bad guy that... I, no, I mean, it's he's still a Tad's Nazi. Cousin. That's not Tad's not? cousin. I thought no, that Tad's was. Cousin's, Tad's cousin's the guy who gets shot in the face with a shotgun. Yeah. Oh. Uh... Tad is the guy... Yes, he is a uh, neo-Nazi, but he almost doesn't seem like he's He's got the heart for it. Like, he obviously has the, seems to, I'm sure he's got the hatred, at least deep down, but, like, Gabe, right? Seems to, not Tad, Gabe is who you're, the yeah, guy Gabe, who you're talking yeah, about. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Gabe. Yeah, Gabe, he's, I, I, I liked him a lot. That's actually the director's best friend. Um, but apparently he had to audition because the guy didn't think he, he thought it was, like, too nice to play a Nazi. But again, he plays a really nice Nazi, kind of like we were talking about in, in Bruges, just like, Oh, they both have good hearts, but I mean, they are murderers, but they do have good hearts. So he's my favorite performance in the whole movie. Oh, definitely. even more than Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. He's always got this. He's trying to crisis manage. He's got this look in his eyes of he's trying to like calculate, you know, what to do next, how to like minimize the he's, damage here. And he's so good. Like the first five to ten minutes of when that after that girl gets stabbed, he's mm-hmm. trying so hard to keep them calm. She called her. He's on his way. He knows about that. Not this. You can't keep us here, man. You gotta let us go. We're not keeping you. You're just staying. You're up. The fuck that's supposed to mean? Just relax! Everyone just relax. Cops are coming. I don't want to say this. Uh, this seems weird to say. But I get the feeling, due to his performance, he does not really want of with this group, he may not even really believe. Yeah, I don't think he's about that life. Yeah, he may mm. not even believe in a lot of the Nazi stuff, but he's like stuck. Doesn't matter. Yes, stuck. And yeah. ult- Still- ultimately, 
he never made like the choice or had the balls to like disconnect from whatever that was that like tied him to this. They stabbed somebody in the head for saying they wanted to leave. Like she didn't even mention. Yeah. Like they didn't even know that she had blackmail in her trunk. They she just wanted to leave, and they stabbed her in the head and leave in a lesbian relationship, which I think was part of it. Right. I thought she was leaving with the guy that got shot in the face. She is leaving with the cousin. Her friend was Imogen Poots. But the guy who gets shot in the face, the cousin. They weren't in love? Just, the two girls weren't in love? No. No, she was They're moving friends. with, she was moving away with the guy, the cousin. And they had that baseball bat for blackmail if they wouldn't let him leave. Ah, she like kisses her forehead when she, after she passes away. And I th- I'm sure they love each other. Is that Imogen Poots? Josh, girl? wouldn't you give me a little kiss on my forehead if I got stabbed in the head? <laughs> I would. Imogen Poots is the blonde who's in the movie the whole time with the punk haircut stuff. Does she sing that song, What You Say? Oh, stop no, it. No, that's Imogen Heap. That's Imogen Heap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my mistake. All right. So, yeah, they they play this punk show. And for some reason, uh, what's Anton Yelich's name? Pat. Yeah, Pat decides it would be funny. To play a anti-neo-Nazi song, which again, it's kind of like no harm, no foul, because while they openly spit at them and one guy like, I don't know, has like mucus come out of his mouth. I mean, it's, it's really weird, but yeah, then they kind of rock the place. And actually one of my favorite moments is that really creepy guy from, uh, what's the band's name? Cow Catcher. It's like, that second to last song is hard, man. This is where. I, I really like the writing because this mm-hmm. is like the lead guitar. He, he plays the guitarist, right? And he's kind of their leader. Which he's like the one that speaks for them. Pat, Anton Yelkich, right? He's a bass player. He's a bass player. Okay. So he's like, he's like, uh, uh, Pete Wentz. Is that his name? Yeah. Or from- Gene Simmons ish. Yeah. From, yeah. So he's like the main writer or the lead, but he's plays bass and he's also like playing 5D chess with. This band's legacy, right? He's the one that's talking about how they're not on Instagram because, like, it's a special energy that can only be captured live, and then it stops and it dies, and that's the beauty. And here later, Ooh, nice. you get the feeling that he's like, he wants to play this "fuck you Nazi" thing to them, yeah. so that someone will write this in his like bio later on in life as like a rock star. It's like one of the, it's like something Kurt Cobain would do, right? Like a big like "fuck you." Yeah. It, within the performance also just an amazing actor like he always i don't know he has this look on his face yeah especially when shit starts to go south like of i don't know concern and, yeah but for he sure. also seems He's smart got right really yeah. good concerned face for sure mm-hmm. but that's where he fails to be kurt cobain because kurt cobain just literally wouldn't give a fuck and would love it if he's getting spit at and stuff <laughs> yeah but he also wanted to die so anton yelich pat he just wanted the crowd to give him a hand and instead they try to take his hand later <clears throat> it's that's so gross by the way we'll get into that i guess <laughs> that's my good hand <laughs> yeah, he's never playing bass again i totally forgot about the stabbing like in my memory of this movie it was because they had played that nazi punks fuck you song that things went south but the nazis are surprisingly like kind of chill about that <laughs> like you know what i mean like, they, <laughs> yeah they were mad but they like weren't gonna do anything they about were it pretty like, chilling in the end if you think about it Say what you will, but well, let's, they have let's, a short memory. We've we've referenced it a bunch of times. Let's let's talk about that first, in case like someone like my brother who's never going to watch this movie. So 
they play their show, they get their money, and they're getting ready to leave. Gabe says, follow me. And Dum Dum, what's her face? Maybe. Says, I forgot my phone. And Pat says, I'll get it. So he walks into the green room, hence the title. And Cowcatchers, like someone, they, they've stabbed this girl in the head. They, they show the two women in the crowd looking kind of, uh, down and scared or whatever. You don't really, they focus on them. They, you know, it's a pretty cool camera thing to get us to focus on them. But they walk in and one of the girls has a knife in her head. A girl is on the ground with a knife in her head. And I'll note there's not much blood around. Kind of comes up later. The pressure. He goes into the green room and he witnesses basically the aftermath of a murder. And it's not good, is it, guys? This is when... No. I think this is like a good question. Like if you walk into a neo-Nazi bar and you realize that after you cross the threshold, what do you do? But this is a whole separate question. Like this is a knife in the head. And I feel like the movie handles this really well. Like Anton... Is it Yelchin? Yeah, how do you say? I think it's Yelchin. I I think it's Yelchin, but he he goes nuts, and it's very believable. He's grabbing a phone, he's panicking, he can't really get at the words out. He's panicking, but he makes that split. He makes it decision really fast. Like it's pretty impressive. Yeah, he's doing some good stuff. He's doing some good stuff, but that's I like to see that in movie making. Just fast action. It's really frenetic. It happens really quick. I'm sure the music kicks up. Yeah, it's it's really really nice, and a lot of people are going crazy. Like Josh said, uh, especially Pat. Some of the Nazis are going crazy, but um, then there's Gabe, Gabe who like goes into action. I don't remember exactly what he does. Mikey, do you remember anything about what he does? Like he's trying to get them to calm down. They get two two twins, I think, two twin skinheads. <laughs> yeah. To stab each other and uh, twin heads, <laughs> and they—that's a good one. Because uh, Anton Yelkin's character had already called and said, "Hey, there's a stabbing," and then he got the phone taken away from him, and it was hung up. So this is in response to the stabbing. Uh, they're having a, a faux stabbing to cover up the girl in the green room, but. Gabe is a little stinker. He's just like, for some reason, he thinks just saying, calm down, calm down, everything's going to be figured out as soon as the cops get here. It's like enough to, I don't know. I would not be fine with just this little man saying this shit to me. So I don't, I can't, I can't follow anything that these (laughs) people are doing throughout this whole movie. It doesn't make any sense to me. Would you rather, if you were in that situation, would you prefer Gabe's reaction over the next five minutes or Big Justin? Like, would you rather that just not, like, not keep up the facade and be like, yeah, we know these guys are going to kill us? Or would you like Gabe to, like, try to keep you calm, even though you're probably going to die in the end? Like, would you prefer one way or the other? Or Big Justin's just- the guy who's keeping him in the room. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. The, yeah. If you see anybody stabbed on the ground and then you're locked in the same room yeah. with them, you got to get out of there. Yeah. There's, it's, it's not even a fucking question. And they let that guy go. So it's like, what are they going to do with you? It's They should have given up the gun and all that shit. Just straight up fucking stupid. I don't know half the shit they're doing in this movie. To be honest with you, I forgot about a lot of this movie when I saw it the first time. Well, and that's where it comes back to Blue Ruin. It's like, yeah, I believe in this moment that 
knowing what we know about these characters and making this decision, but it is just so fucking stupid to give up the gun once they have it. It makes no sense. Like, I, I mean, maybe sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. You would not give up the gun. I don't even understand like what they're negotiating. It's like, okay, we're going to keep the yeah. bullets. Like, okay, what the fuck does that even mean? So what? They have, you know, they have more They guns. have guns out there. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. So they are, they lock themselves. Wait, no, they, do they lock themselves in or they get locked in? They get locked in at first. They get locked in with Big Justin and Big Justin's got this revolver. It's, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a big gun. It would definitely blow a massive hole in your head. So, and he's a big dude. And this is when the big name of the movie comes in. Uh, what's his name? He's got kind of a, uh, both male and female name. Uh, what's his name? Patrick Stewart? No, yeah, but what's his character? Darcy. Oh, yeah. I didn't say that very well, but you know what you mean. So he comes in. He's kind of the leader. And I think what maybe helps him give up the gun, I mean, it's dumb. But he, the coolest part about his performance, in my opinion, is he's mostly calm the entire time. He talks quietly. Um, he seems friendly, even though he does make pretty heavily veiled threats. Um, he does say, hey, we have guns. I promise you that, basically. And yeah, I just don't know. I don't, I don't get, they, they somehow overpower. No, he comes in and as a sign of trust, I think he says, Big Justin, give them the gun. Yes. Gentlemen, we're loading you out. Are the cops here? They've come and gone. Got a little complicated. So fucked. I'm getting hoarse. Can you hear me if I speak at this volume? Yes. Good. Um, and can we please elect just one voice? Yes. Okay. Now, you're trapped. That's not a threat, it's a fact. Well, we have a loaded gun, it's also just a fact. Well, we have plenty more guns on hand. We just want you out, not harm. Now, the firearm you have is not registered. I wanted it out of the picture before the authorities arrived, but you refused, so here we are. Bullshit. Yeah, here we are. Oh, I do apologize for my associates. They can't. Yeah, no shit, man. Listen. No one is trying to wipe the slate clean. Whatever you saw or did is no longer my concern. You tell whoever you want, whatever you want. All I ask is that you understand you were held here for your own safety before you were released. Okay. Yes, thank you. But just to... Just to be clear, the police are coming back. They've come and gone. Well, that's what concerns us, man. Just want that gun out of the picture. I think the thing is, they have almost no chance to get out of there with the gun. I mean, I think that you'd have a better chance personally, but they might not know that. It's like, we might as well have some goodwill and give up the gun. Again, it, it doesn't work out, and they like almost chop off Anton Yelchin's arm, his hand, 
which is just disgusting. Uh, and also, you got to just chuck that gun through the door. You yeah, don't no, hold your fucking arm out there like an idiot handing it to him. What are you, oh, you fucking idiot? Yeah, definitely. It's it's really dumb. Yeah, the guy's like, don't drop it. It's a, a gift or whatever. It's like, I don't care. It's going on the ground. The funny thing about Patrick Stewart is, you're right, he's a calming presence. I 100% believe that he's the owner. Just like the way he carries himself, the way he speaks to everybody else, the way everybody else is like afraid, afraid of even having to call him in the first place, right? Yeah. <laughs> His two uses of the N-word are just so gratuitous. Yeah, I mean, and I'm he's not- the only one who says the N-word in the whole movie. <laughs> There's not, and he's not saying it at anybody. Is he's just bringing it up out of the blue? Yeah, <laughs> like it's such a weird, like I don't know. I know you hate when I say this kind of stuff, Brett, but like this came out in 2015. If this same movie comes out in 2018, that doesn't happen. Disagree. Guarantee like, it. Disagree. Like, I, that's the point, though. That's him. No, no, They're no. Neo Nazis. That's their thing. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I'm just saying like the way that like things well, get you, clipped do you think and isolated. I mean, no. seriously, do you think it'd be better if more people said it? Um, then it wouldn't be so gratuitous, like out of the blue. Well, let me ask Josh. Social justice, yeah. Every line's a choice. Does it add anything? Like, I know he's a Nazi. He's got a Nazi club. Like, I, you know, I could have assumed he was racist by the SS banners hanging on his wall. It does seem like the director putting that line in is kind of saying, like, don't you dare start liking this character. That's not a bad point at all. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like that. But because I he will is say calming Brett, and he doesn't say really anything that bad. Go ahead. Isn't it weird though that like there's not a black person in this movie? Thank God for them. We don't really know what he's talking about when he's talking about like the drugs and why it's I don't know. It's like it's almost like it's just referencing American history X or something here. It's very weird. It's it's not only because of the use of the N-word, but this whole like drug angle that he's talking about when he's referencing the N-word makes no sense to me either. I don't get that. Because he's talking about like dope, right? Like he's he's saying there's bad dope going around is what, what he's what trying to say. That, what is that plot point in the movie though? Is that Well they sell they give bad dope to Cowcatcher to kill him. Well, and this is the other thing that drives me fucking insane is like once they discover the heroin manufacturing facility and the bags full of cash, they now have all of the leverage in the situation, right? Like, even one of the characters points out, hey, maybe we can use this. Yeah, but the they don't. Does, yeah. yeah, and there's no, there's no real point of that even existing. Like, the fact that someone got stabbed and they're trying to cover it up would be enough. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're looking for excuses for. You have all the excuses you need. And this girl that's with you, I mean, I I don't know why you're like just not taking her word for it or as well. It's like she was in this room all this happened. I, it doesn't make too much sense to me. Mm-hmm. She was in the room when it happened. Right. What do you mean take her word for it when she's saying like they are going to kill us early on? Yeah. She says that, like, immediately, and then they hand the gun over. What are you doing? These are Nazis. You're not a Nazi punk band. You're just a punk band. How could they not see it? Uh, This is where we need to study history and, like, learn about sieges and stuff. Because it's like a mini-siege here. 
they're in the green mm-hmm. room. It's locked up, and they have a hostage and a weapon and something that the bad guy needs. All of the gun, all of the yes. heroin, and all of his money. Yes. Yeah. And they kill the hostage, give away the gun, and ignore the booty. First of <laughs> yeah. all, you're you're, you're, you're you're kind of wrong there. They don't kill the hostage. The crazy girl does. She's the one that doesn't care. She's the one. I mean, like. I think they were going to try to keep him alive. They were going to choke him out, make him pass out. But she slices his stomach open. Like, hey, as she's soon as reckless. Big Justin hands me that gun, it's uh, <laughs> pretty much go. game over for everybody outside <laughs> that door for the first six bullets. Uh, I don't care. I'm trying to get outside the door. Unfortunately, they, they just happened to have, you know, they couldn't have like a Glock 19 that's got, or Glock 17 that's got 17, 18 bullets in it. They have a... Uh, it is a Taurus raging bull with five shots in it. Cartridges. That looks like the kind of thing that could bring down an elephant. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You huge. you blow the heads off the first two people. I think you can walk pretty far. Pick up their weapons. Bar. We've all played an <laughs> NPC game or like right. Grand Theft Auto. You could shoot him through the door. I mean, that door is not going to stop that gun. I was looking at it. That's a for a big bullet like that. It goes very very fast and has. A lot of power, so yeah, I'm with you. And five bullets, you can make people scatter. And if that girl knows where the shotgun is, then then you're really uh, cooking with gas. So, but got a stew going. They got a stew going. <laughs> well, I don't want to come across as too critical because as we're like questioning all these like yeah, decisions they're that panicking. they're making. Because like in the green room, title of the movie, this shit is fucking working for me though. You know what I mean? Like they're oh, trapped yeah. in here. The reason why they're trapped in here is scary. The first, like, because I heard a lot of people call this, like, have, like, torture porn elements yeah, to it. It's not so. torture porn, but it's gory as shit, right? Like, it, it doesn't hold back from showing his bloody arm. Right, but the director did come out and say that he didn't want it to be gratuitous. He, like, almost every scene except for one, the it's necessary. The 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 gore is necessary, and they, they don't, like focus in on the dead people's face or dying face. Like, they show it. They show it because it's important to the story, and then they move on. I mean, again, they show the guy's neck later and got killed by the dog, but go ahead. Sorry, Pat. I wanted to interject. No, I mean, that was pretty much it. They, they do, like, even kind of, like, hide the dogs ripping people's throats out. Definitely. Throats out. Like, it's in the dark. You can't it's really dark, see yep. it that well. Poor dogs. Trained. Bad, bad owner. Foss. I wish I was hoping someone would Foss him at the end, but I don't think the dog would do that. But so, man, I was telling Pat this is a short movie. It's a pretty streamlined. We'll get through it. But Josh, did you like the the story point that ended up kind of explaining why the girl died? Actually, you know what, you kind of missed it. So, but looking back at it, did you like the whole two people are trying to run away, and that's kind of how it happened? They don't really explain it very well. They kind of like allude to it. Did you like that whole story point, even though it didn't really pay off at the end? I mean, he like helps him out, but he like helps him out for like two seconds and then he dies. I think it's good storytelling and I don't think it needs to be super concrete for it to be good in this case. Mm -hmm. It's obviously like a really chaotic situation. It's kind of a he said, she said moment too. Pap, I know you've seen this movie a couple times here. Can you really lay out the 
he said, she said bullshit. Who gave the 20,000 denarii to who? Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, there's a person within this Nazi club who is Tad's cousin. Does he have a name, Brett? Do you know? Um, yeah, Daniel? Tad. Daniel? Daniel. Tad's cousin. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, trying not to Not Dan. Don't call him Danny, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he flips out. Daniel and Emily. Emily's the girl who died. Mm-hmm. They are in love. And at some point in the past, I would, I think that he was involved in some kind of murder. And I think part of what he's going to do Darcy was. Is, Darcy was? I believe that's what I read. Like, he murdered someone with a baseball bat. Somehow he, he has he the murder cricketed weapon. somebody. Yeah, Jimmy the Cricket cricketed someone with a baseball bat. He's able to implicate Darcy with this baseball bat. So not only is he going to leave, he's got to basically like blow the cover off his whole operation. I think his maybe says it's a conspiracy and it's kind of thrown at you super fast. And what's funny is, you know, Danny boy, he comes in the movie and like dies five minutes later too. Right. (laughs) Like this movie it's trimming down the cast. I don't even think we mentioned that like two of the band members, I think at this point have already gotten eaten by dogs. Yeah. The main, the tough guy, the jujitsu guy, he's like getting really antsy in there. And he's like, I'm leaving. So they weapon up really bad weapons and they leave immediately. The lead singer who is, he gets mauled by a dog. He was really holding the band back too. like, they're pretty (laughs) talented. Yeah. Instrumentally, they're doing really well. And then the singer would come in and that's punk music. Anyway, and then there's the a reason they killed guy, him off first. Okay, yeah, I agree. The drummer, <laughs> he you think he he finds a window and jumps out and gets murked, stabbed so many times immediately by a guy who just totally loves killing him, and then that leads us to where you're at, Pat. Sorry, yeah, two people are dead now. I don't know, and I don't know if this is clear within the movie, if Cowcatcher stabbed that woman. Because he knew, I don't think so. He didn't know. I'm that still they were gonna... a little confused about that. But there was like a signal they were going to kill her on that song. That's what they say. The second last song. Maybe just he didn't she know. Maybe he yeah. was just like in it for the thrill of killing someone during a punk song. But someone like ordered the hit with that like track listing pa- paper or something. But why though? Because Darcy Patrick Stewart clearly doesn't know. That they were going to turn him in. And he ends up getting right really happy with Gabe. He's like, Gabe, you son of a bitch. You saved our whole <laughs> our whole night here. Because- yeah, that's why I don't get I don't get why there was a hit on her if Gabe obviously didn't know. She was there. She was going to tell them that she was leaving. I don't really understand that. It's almost <laughs> funny, though, when Dan gets killed. Like, and I think the movie does even yada yada in a way right like maybe says oh a conspiracy and it's like ah it doesn't really fucking matter like come on and then they <laughs> he gets blown yeah, up with the shot he goes i know yeah. something you don't know his face blown yeah. off mm-hmm. pappy you've um, talked about the dog deaths a couple times in the thrones mm. but i thought that stabbing death that brett just laid out was one of the most disturbing parts yes yeah, stabbing like, deaths are rough man that guy who does it is just like 
fucking dumb asshole dude so that kind of gives you disgusting taste in your mouth and also like they they just leave these bodies like kind of half alive for way too long it's really disgusting yeah and Mm. let's i think you have to suspend disbelief i was reading about it but i was already kind of think of it like forensics have none of the stuff that they're gonna do is gonna fool any forensic people like, right. they're going to show dog attack, but it's going to be post-mortem. And they're going to know you're Nazis immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you're not fooling yeah, anyone. Yeah, and I was going to say, Josh mentioned lawlessness earlier, but, like, it's it's not like a small town where, like, they own the police. So, that's, like, I think that's cool that they have to get creative with the police as opposed to, like, oh, Willie, we, we went to high school together. He's part of the movement. But what is – I still don't understand – because I think Patrick Stewart says at one point, do we still have that no trespassing sign up? And it's like, no, we have beware of dogs. Yeah, you're right. Like any kind of investigation of this death, they have no chance of getting past this. Like zero. Like, yes. Why and, are they even parking it on his land? Like, And I like to point out, you can't anywhere in this country kill someone for trespassing on your land. Yes, we have castle. A lot of states have castle doctrine. That's not the same thing as someone trespassing on your land. What if I put up a sign that says trespassers will be shot? Then you're going to go to prison. Like, no Mm. joke. They have to be an imminent threat. Did anybody think that Patrick Stewart was like two seconds away from being like, never trust a man with pigs? How much man flesh can a pig go through in one hour? It's greedy as a pig. I saw a lot of brick top in him. I'm a, I'm being yeah. serious. Like I, I kept thinking about that throughout the movie. Something about and then who's yeah. Josh? Who's gonna say well, thank you for that? That's a great weight off my mind. If you don't <laughs> mind, tell us who the fuck are you? Besides, someone likes to feed some people to pigs. Yeah, classic. I actually did get brick top, but now I'm starting to think about it. Uh, he's a little uh, calmer than brick top. He doesn't have as many nicknames for testicles as Bricktop either. True. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And I'll cut your Jacobs off. I've never heard anyone say Jacobs for testicles, <laughs> but I love it. Mike, Are you saying Jacobs with a P? Jacobs? Or Jacobs? Like, Jacobs it, with a B. Okay. I think I it's the like English Jacobs. accent. Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs. <laughs> Jacobs. Mikey, do you like the... Again, we have to have the green room. I love... That like I'm with I'm with Pappy like when they're in there it's tense. Do you like that they kind of go back there when they panic no. and it's like their home base? You <laughs> no. think they'd be better off like just keep they going? They even go back to the green room at least four times and it pisses me off because they're like going back to start. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. All you had to do was just get past two of these guys and run. Just you guys get whoever in the car and run. But they don't no. have the keys though. Wait for them to just surround the entire building. So now you can't even get out of the windows without getting stabbed. Yeah, that's true. No, I don't like their plan of just continually running back to the green room. These people drove me insane. They got fucking lucky as shit, too, that later on, the Nazis only send in two people to finish them off, and one of them is a yeah. traitor. Why do you send everybody in there? <laughs> yeah. Well, he wants to, like, he's trying to not, you know, you, when there are less variables, you can control it better, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Like, he didn't want it to be messy. He didn't want to see bullets. He said, if you shoot them, you're pulling the bullet out. That's some brick top shit. And they send them in there with three shots. It's like, 
are you guys low on resources? Like, is the budget pretty tight around here? Like, what's going on with this Nazi group that yeah. you guys are just like can't finish off these two teenagers? <laughs> so it, it just seems like bare resources to get this the rest of this cover up done. I the feel like room is fortified. <laughs> it's. I feel like their best chance, and she blows it. They have a really when they bust out the front door. And there's like, what, four, four or five people standing out by the car. She stands there. She's got the gun pointed at him. And she's waiting, like, go out there. You got buckshot in there. It's probably got eight or nine pellets in it. A couple shots, you're dropping those people. Like, but she waits too long. She gets shot. She, does she actually hit anybody or is she shooting to the ground? I think she shoots. Yeah, it doesn't. The thing is totally unrealistic. Can I? Do you mind, Brett? No, go ahead. I'm sorry, but the fact that they didn't think of just putting one band member, preferably the one with the pistol, inside of like a hope chest or some sort of like big container and tossing him out the door. Oh, um, God, Josh. He could, you could just toss him out, oh, and then he Corey could. Corey would love that. He could pop out and just start shooting. Stop, Yang Gaines. Young Guns episode. <laughs> Great classic oh, episode. Chest. I had no idea where you're going with that. I was like, is he talking about hiding the couch? But yeah, then you guys know what a hope chest is, out. right? It's just like uh, hmm. I, I don't know. Mikey, I feel like you're being a little bit hard on the green room here. I you, am. These guys are idiots. <laughs> give up the gun in the first five minutes. First of all, Pat, Pat has got to be in shock. I can't believe he's even moving. And his dumbass friend just tape, duct tapes his arm. That's going to be a bitch to get off at the hospital if he ever gets the fuck out of here. <laughs> An idiot. More things to worry about, but that's a really... He's like, got bigger when, when problems. Say, when we say <laughs> that they almost cut his hand off, it's like when they show it, it's like Hanging on to the wrist, right? Yeah. Barely. It's gross. And he's got stabbed a bunch of times. He's like, uh, I tried to keep the gun. He's like, uh, you held on longer than I would have. But, yeah. Not me. So, I would never would have put my hand out there in the first place. No, I would have not taken the bullets out, opened the door, and just start blasting. And the, why wasn't Imogen Poots looking through the vent like better? Like, get down on the ground and look through it. I don't know. Here's the thing, right? Well, we, we brought this up before in the podcast, and it's, we're not trying to, like, review a movie the way CinemaSins, like, has fun with oh, the no. movie. But these are things in both his movies, Blue Ruin and this, that are beyond, like, the icebox. Oh, I'm thinking about this on the drive home from the movie theater. I'm actively, constantly frustrated with the decisions that the characters are making. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, does it ever cross over to, are they just too stupid, Josh, sometimes? Or are you? I think we're judging them unfairly. I think you guys are too, because not only do you not know what it's like to be in, like, the presence of a grizzly bear or a shotgun pointed at you, any of us, but also, like, at what point do you turn and you're willing to murder another human? Yeah, and they, they have a problem with that. Some of them do. Yeah. When they're Nazis. Well, yeah. I'm okay with okay, that. We're I'm, the Nazis. 
and they have me trapped in a green room, I'm okay with that. Our American grandfathers did a great job with that. Yeah, they've already killed someone, and I'm trapped in there with them. It's not. I just don't think it's as easy. To, I, I mean, obviously, I've never killed anybody. I'm sure it's not easy. You're the gun guy. What are you? What you wouldn't start blasting? What oh, are you no. fucking talking about? I I would. <laughs> I'd be murking people, but I'm saying. Well, then I would be too. I'm not even the gun guy. I would be too. Okay, that's my answer. What but you there's plenty. There's about? plenty of people. I'm saying it's. I'm sure there's plenty of people that it's not that easy to do. And Pat even says, "I don't want to shoot it." It's not really punk rock of them to not try and blast their way out of there. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're probably like Mennonite and shit. Pretty bitch ass of them. They're posers. They're anti-government, pro-murder. That's punk. They're a Christian punk rock band. Well, what's there? Because I mean, that there is actually some truth to what you guys are saying. Because when they have that, who their actual uh, desert island Bands, band would yeah. be? Yeah, maybe says Simon and Garfunkel, which great choice, lover character for that. Doesn't another one say like Madonna, Prince, or something? Like, Imogen Poot Prince. says Madonna and Prince is what she says. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they are kind of no, posers. no, no. She says Madonna and Black Sabbath. She says two people. And somebody Steely says Dan. Prince. Someone says <laughs> Prince. Yeah. Which, fine music all around, but at the end of the day, you know, they're not true, actually. You know what I mean? They, they are kind of like, I don't know, have different tastes in music. They're not hardcore punk, shooting people, people. They're method acting. Yeah. This punk rock band. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a very, I actually really like that, though, Pappy. Me too. Because like you said at the beginning, they're not supposed to be super likable. And it makes sense that, like, you act this hard all the time and act like you like the most indie of punk rock bands that there are. But actually, like, I don't know. Maybe he's rocking out to Bridge Over Troubled Water. <sighs> okay, <laughs> my Desert Island band is totally the Beatles. So pissed we at Brett. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Look at this right now. Okay, so, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel, Prince, I don't know. It's not a good article. Never mind. She definitely says Madonna and somebody else. Of course, she had to go Brett and name two. <laughs> but, yeah, the guy's like, I'm still the misfits. But let's uh, let's try to wrap this story up real quick. So um, who wants to take – they they realize that they can't, as they say, play war against these people – who are used to this, um, all these Mikeys out there that are used to shooting people. Um, Brett, they, you're the gun guy. I know. I've never <laughs> shot. You are the gun guy. I've never shot anybody, though. Yeah. You have a gun. I've never even held a gun. First of all. But, Mikey, you are acting like it's such an easy decision to just blast when a hole Nazis, in someone's yeah. chest. <laughs> it's very easy. <laughs> okay, but we've already talked Sorry about I how I can't just walk into this bar and have a PBR, Josh, like you can. <laughs> but I would be shot at the fucking door. What are you talking Josh about? Josh is having a sour, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> just tell him you're slightly tanned and tell him your last name's like, Thompson. You'll be Dude, fine. Hoosier Brewing is in Greenwood, Indiana. Oof. Anyway, Mikey, uh, not a future sponsor, lost, apparently. All of my guns were tragically lost in a boating accident, so I don't have any. So I don't know what you're talking about. Right. So who wants to take the last stand? Uh, by the way, at this point, maybe has been uh, mauled by a dog. She tries to shoot. She misses. 
she might miss. Actually, this is something Pat, my wife, and I were talking about earlier. What real quick side side quest? Sorry, side quest it. We want to know what do you think is up with the dog? Does the dog get shot? What's the sh- what is the syringe that he shoots him with? Um, is it adrenaline? Is it to kill the dog so that an hour later the dog can maul the dead corpses? Like, what's the deal? What do you think that is? I thought the dog was dying because it was I shot. I thought the dog got hit by the shotgun. That's what I thought, but my, I mean, my oh. wife didn't think so. And then he pumps him full of adrenaline so he can finish the job. But Brittany says she thought the shot didn't make it, like the shot missed, so... I have no idea. Adrenaline dog is the dog we see at the end. But it doesn't look like it's got a lot of adrenaline in it. It's at the end of its rope. It's its last... Yeah, it's its last... It's like the last five steps before the heart attack sets in with that one move, Brett. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, the five-point exploding palm technique. Also, they were totally willing to blast this innocent dog who had no interest in them. Innocent dog? This dog knows German. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's true. This dog is guilty as fuck. No, Listen, it's not his fault. This dog has eaten people before. Just good boys. Mikey, the dog was just following orders. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? Mind. This movie's a no for me. Uh, I don't like any of these characters. They're all fucking idiots, and they should have all been blasted way earlier than Damn. Well, anyway, we don't know what's going on with the dog. So, Pappy, why don't you walk us through the last stand? Sure. So, Gabe uh, is there, along with two other Nazis. We've got to finish him off. Apparently, it's it's fine if... Antoine Yelchin goes missing because they have enough bodies to make it a plausible, uh, yeah, a a plausible failed, uh, siphoning gas dog accident just miles from where all these bulls are in this Nazi club. (laughs) Um, they, I I don't think we talked about this, but he, he teases a story about the one time he went paintballing against a bunch of ex Marines. And what he learned from that was, is that, you can't like out tactic war game them, but you can just go like full Northman Kratos like ape shit on them, and like I, I don't know, like they, they have it's, a whole like yeah, it's unrealistic. So yeah, prank. But that's system. not what they did. They had tactics. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. And they got lucky understand. as shit. <laughs> I don't understand I that. I have a real life <laughs> story that's kind of like this paintball thing. If you guys care to Ooh. hear really yeah, quick anecdote. Yeah. I went paintballing probably for like my 14th or 15th birthday. It was like eight of us. So we just kept playing like four on four, four on five, whatever it was. And one time in between games, the like people running the cash register, the owner, these two guys were like, hey, do you want to check? Do you guys want to take us on one round? All you against us. And we're like, uh, okay. <laughs> Even though we really didn't want to, but they were the owners. And they they busted out like the fully automatic paintball guns oh, yeah. for what oh, they would yeah. have. And as soon as like they blew the whistle to start, all of us were just huddled behind these like two barrels, just getting <laughs> like sprayed all around us, trying to dodge it. Except, Brett, for Adrian Conrad. As Uh, soon as they had blown the whistle, he, like, ran off and snuck off somewhere. So they were, like, slowly whittling the rest of us down. Like, eight to seven to five to four. And all of a sudden, 
the whistle blew and we didn't know what happened and we walked up there and no shit one of the guys was like crying because adrian had snuck up behind him and shot both of them like in the back of the head (laughs) (laughs) one of them got hit in the ear (laughs) he john wicked them (laughs) that's kind of sad feel bad no that's fucking awesome yeah they sound like they deserve that (laughs) yeah they were talking shit and just spraying us little kids with bullets dude (laughs) (laughs) that's true their plan isn't even that good, though. They're just trying to, like, no, I think it's run distraction. Anton Yelkin would have gotten blasted with the shotgun as soon as you open up that door. Like, yeah. who else would be in this fucking room? Even if they had also sent Gabe with a gun, it would have been over. Three of them would have been enough to take out two at this point. But they do take out the two through a series of, like, dangling dead bodies and kind of distracting them back and forth. Right, I think uh, Antoine Anton. Yelchin, Anton Yelchin, like he machetes a guy right in the face or in the throat or something too to get get one of them, I think. And then Gabe walks in; he's just been power washing the bar, and now <laughs> don't mind Gabe me. Is, yeah, <laughs> he's got like an apron on. He's just like trying to clean up this shit show of things that have happened, and they take him as a prisoner. And they're actually able to finally leave the Nazi club where we spent, you know, what is this, like an hour and a half movie? Yeah, it's 90 minutes, 92 minutes, I think. The whole middle hour basically is in here. And we're finally fucking leaving, walking out into the East Oregon wilderness. It's a relief. Very much a relief. But, like, what is the point of taking Gabe as prisoner? What What is Gabe going to do for you? He has to call the cops. He just got his red laces or whatever the fuck that means. Dude, Mikey, so like you're just like, shoot useful. this guy in the face now. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Like, you, they leave him to go call the cops on himself? What are you fucking talking about? What? What? Who would do that? I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't understand why they let him go. Con- like, why I they don't shoot he's him. he's got a conscience? But, but like, okay, let's say they didn't want to murder him Oh, yeah, him this Nazi's blood. got a conscience. This one Nazi right here has got the conscience. Okay, let's say they didn't want to murder him, like, straight up when he was unarmed. Why let him go, then? Like... Knock him out, at least. Yeah. Until you get out of there. Tie him up. Tie him up. Do anything to neutralize him. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it at all. He was just washing the blood of your fucking mauled friends from the dog that just ate their necks like he's totally fine with letting you die as as long as he's get gets out of the situation it's like what are you doing it would have been a cool death too because he's like i don't want to go to jail and i thought the look in his eyes is almost like i am tired of i was this like okay shit. so i can shoot yes, you in the face blast him. <laughs> that is what it seemed like yeah it's kind of the what i got as well but i don't know i don't know why but that's what happened. That's the cops get called. But Josh, can you walk us through the standoff at the end? Yeah, I think this is kind of a decently cool part of the movie. We got like two kind of battle worn, the last survivors of. I was gonna say the band, but one of them's not from the band. Imogen's character is just kind of like a Nazi girlfriend bystander turned traitor. So it's the last two people in their little group that are alive, and now they have the drop on the last... I think there's three people standing around this van. 
Yeah. And they're setting up the crime scene to make it look like, you know, either this was an accident or they're trespassing. So the dogs got them or they're trying to destroy evidence or something. But in the meantime, main character Pat sees his three friends just like sprawled out on the ground dead. And it's start blasting, dude. It's a very just, what, what are you scene. waiting for? Who cares? <laughs> it would have been pretty cathartic at that moment if he just started shooting people. But he slowly walks up. He points the gun at people, like makes them hand over their weapons. And um, kind of before you know it, it's Amber and Pat pointing a shotgun and a pistol at. It's basically like Sir Patrick Stewart and two henchmen. Right, Brett. Darcy, Darcy Clark, and Alan. Alan's the guy who killed uh, Reese, the drummer, the psycho, extra psycho, and Clark's the dog owner. And I think so. They kind of start holding him hostage, and I don't think the scene is bad either. The way it chaotically like finishes out, I forget exactly mm-hmm. what happens, but basically, the dog owner says something. The Amber like hates so she just like shoots him in the femur and he bleeds out and the asshole that had stabbed the drummer um, starts to make a move so he gets shot and then uh, Patrick Stewart has been trying to kind of make a sleek move to pull a Billy (laughs) the Kid and shoot someone long distance with the pistol and say reap the whirlwind but alas he doesn't get that chance and he gets capped in the head (laughs) Now, I don't really care uh, about this kind of stuff, but I can tell you, as someone who has shot a gun before, and Pat, I'm guessing, has never shot a gun before, he takes like three shots with that gun, and two direct hits in the, uh, you know, upper midsection, and then one right through Patrick Swayze's brain with one hand on the gun. (laughs) I'm going to call BS on that, because uh, shooting is a lot harder than it looks, but... It still looks really cool. I don't have a problem with it. Did you say Patrick Swayze? Yeah, he did. Oh, Swayze. Sorry, dead. I uh, figured I probably... I, I, I figured I had said that earlier and you were making fun of me. But No, I, I just I, liked it. Yeah, it was I just, cool. I love, it was cool I when love you said Patrick it, Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> and there is like this cool like callback because the, the radio interview that they yeah, had done playing, with Pad yeah, cool. is playing on the background. We kind of get like... We see that... what. Cow catcher is just Her- yeah hero- dead like, from bad heroin. maybe OD'd yeah on on heroin Tad's just vacuuming his apartment I feel or whatever bad for Tad because it's the two people here are coming they're both murdered Tad's gonna have like yeah a pretty rough yeah. next few days when he hears well they about were gonna it. they were gonna come murder him his punk career is set up to really take off after this he's got the story he was looking for <laughs> from the true. beginning yeah true small price to pay. For fame. And to Mikey's chagrin, they don't shoot the Nazi dog minding his own business. You still gotta one-tap that dog. At least. <laughs> I mean, God. No, they're out of bullets. That thing just ate two of your friends. They're out of bullets, Mikey. Well, they could go get the revolver. Okay, and I think I can settle. I'm watching now. The, the Nazi dog has a bullet wound in him. And I think it was the one that they shot up with the journal. So I think that all makes okay. that's sense. What, that's what I had thought, so... Can I just say, I don't like how they let the dog cuddle up to its owner. They didn't deserve gonna, that. Neither one of those individuals, the dog well, I was or hoping the, the dog owner. was going to eat the owner, but that's what I thought. Because it was like cool. he wanted to have meat in his butt. He loves him, apparently, so or at least he respects him. I don't know. What about the uh, final line 
Is it cool and punk, or is it? I like it. You like oh, it? Go ahead and say it. What was it? He uh, he's well, like she's he, mean. She's a little mean. Well, he's like, well, he's finally gonna tell her is her his desert island band, and she's like, tell it to someone who gives a shit <laughs> or something like that, right? Like, yeah, I know what it is. What what is? A desert island band. Tell somebody who gives a shit. It's funny on a couple levels because, and this might ruin the joke explaining it, but I, A, she's like obviously more punk rock than anyone in the band. <laughs> Hundred like, percent. Who yeah. fucking cares about your desert island band? Like that's the true punk rock answer, right? And second of all, I think truly as like a viewer watching the movie, I didn't care who it really was at the end, nor did I ever care what any of their favorite band. I don't know. There's something in that yeah. that I think that's just kind of funny. I think it's a great walk off. Like, yeah, it's I don't know. It's just a super punk way. To end the movie, and I remember like seeing it in theaters. Like, it just goes from that line to boom credits, and you're just like, "What the fuck was that movie?" It's well, such a, it's a very intense ride. Apparently, you know? the director said like it's kind of like an inside thing of what his real band was supposed to be, and it's between CCR because that's what plays right away, and a secret band that he like literally hasn't told anybody about. So, I mean, it's another band, but it's kind of like they want it to be uh, ambiguous. So. But they want you to think it's CCR because that's it pops up and it hits pretty hard. It's pretty nice. So that is it's obviously the Beatles, but they couldn't afford those green, rights. That's the green room. No, no. I mean, don't you remember in the song "London Calling" the Clash says uh, "phony Beatlemania"? They're not in the Beatles. Didn't they had a chance. They had shirts that said uh, had like no Pink Floyd. Like they didn't like that stuff. So. I don't know. If they're going to be legit punkers, what are you, some sort of punker? Anyway. Okay, but they just said Simon and Garfunkel. Like, it's all queued up for them to... Again, that's the point. They're, like, not as hard to think, so they're posers. He's like, what if he was, like, Beethoven? Bach. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, now I understand why he didn't pull that fucking trigger, Anton. (laughs) Soft. (laughs) <laughs> soft so that was green room does anybody have any final thoughts before we get the yes or no's pappy it's better or worse than blue whatever uh it's been a long time since I've seen blue ruin I think I like this one a little bit more what's um, his next color movie gonna be yeah, I think Ooh. Blue Ruin, Green Room. I think he had said that he didn't necessarily mean to do that, but um, thank you because that's my final thought and question for you guys, and maybe a new segment. Wondering maybe. if in twenty or thirty seconds, can spoilers figure out a better title for this movie than Green Room? Because it doesn't seem like that title really speaks too much to what this movie's well, about. That's where all the crap happens. Uh, how about Nazi dog? What do you mean? 90% of the movie takes place in this room that they can't escape. Listen. That they keep running Mikey, back to. I got something for you. What if they called it White Room? 
with you black curtains. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an Eric Clapton <laughs> reference there. And Eric Clapton's one of the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. I, I I can't think of one, Josh. Um, I feel oh. like, like the uh, I don't know. You ever see like when movies have alternative titles in different languages? Like I feel like the French one would be like punk band bloody dog yeah <laughs> it's always like yeah. some, some weird like super literal weirdest. yeah uh also known as let's see okay i got it uh it's known as green room in australia um nice derriere mm. the scene mm. which means behind the scene oh there we uh, go green behind room, the green scene room, room. like behind the punk scene i get it uh yeah i got oh i got you a lot of them are green rooms, and a lot of them are foreign. So I, I only know a little French. I can't really do. Uh, yeah, no, sorry. There, it's mostly green room and then gibberish. I feel like Corey would have had a funny Star Trek joke, like something like John Luke Picard. The movie in France Hitler. is called Dun 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 <laughs> Green Room. Sorry, Pat. But the poster for the movie is like says the green room. It's all shaded green but it's actually like Bad the main poster. character in a hallway it's not even like the green room I, you it's just like something about it that just seems it's just something about the title and the branding seems weird to me mm-hmm. I, and the marketing maybe I don't know it looks like uh, it might even be like a riff on one of the Clash's albums or something it looks, oh yeah, yeah. It looks like that. it might be London Calling that's exactly yeah. holy crap Right. I think you're on but, to something but I still oh, say definitely. bad poster. That I don't means, think it's a good poster. London Calling uh, is Joe uh, Strutter, Strut? Strummer. He's smashing a guitar. So I think that's nice. Nice call. Um, any yeah. other final thoughts? No. All right, uh, Josh. Why don't you go ahead and start us out? Oh man. Well, I go pee. I was, I was a no all day on this movie. Because Pappy had like given me an intro movie to be like, "Hey man, just to warn you, this movie borders on torture pornness." <laughs> so I was like, kind of scared and had a bad attitude going in this. I didn't even care that it was a twenty four. I was just like, "Screw this movie." I watched it. I was disturbed. My heart rate was beating. I witnessed some gore I did not want to see, but. There's just like enough interesting character stuff within this movie that I'll give it a yes. I don't I'm not in love with this movie and it's it's a little bit better than a soft yes, but like um yeah, it's just a yes. Just a f- plain old yes for this movie and I noticed that the director the last thing he's done was some of the true detective episodes from like one of the bad seasons, season 3. So, mm. I don't know. I would like to see what this director might come up with in mid-2000s. Hopefully, he can make a comeback. I would check it out. Hopefully, we'll review it. All right, cool. Um, let's go with Pap. Yeah, I think it was a yes back in 2016 when we were first starting. Spoilers. And it's it's still a yes. It's, it's super weird to come back to and like really think about a movie and talk about it with you guys for more than five minutes um having seen it and i don't know josh i was just trying to give you a heads up in the same way i would tell brett if there's a spider 
in a movie. I was thinking you know? of that exact always, analogy. Always appreciated. <laughs> just trying to look out. Uh, you know, I think the criticisms are fair, and I don't. I don't think that we're cinema sensing sending the movie with how stupid the characters are, especially because it's like in the two features I've seen from this guy, that's a constant thing. And I am actively thinking about it while watching the movie. But that said, it's still a pretty badass movie. It doesn't shy away from the gore. It doesn't shy away from the brutal deaths. It puts these characters in a, in a bottle piece situation. And, you know, some of the subplots, are engaging like Gabe's whole thing is interesting and some of them just don't really go anywhere like the heroin manufacturing facility being underneath the floorboards but overall I would say it's a it's a pretty solid yes maybe even a hard yes not one that I feel like I could recommend to people um I had someone ask me what movie are you doing tonight I was like green room and they were like oh is it spooky I'm like yeah it's super spooky I don't think you would like this movie but I think for like the certain kind of person it's a really entertaining thriller, and I think I'm that kind of person. It looks like his next upcoming movie in post-production is him being Jeremy Saulnier, is Rebel Ridge, a high-velocity thriller that explores systematic American injustices through bone-breaking action sequences, suspense, and dark humor. So it sounds a lot like Green Room <laughs> in a lot of ways. But yeah, I'm with Josh. I hope you spoil it too. Uh I'll go ahead and say, yeah, hard yes for this. All right, Mikey. Uh, this is a movie that had, that it's like, it's a great, it's a well-made movie with like just the dumbest characters that I can barely stand. So it's still a yes, but man, I cannot stand by any of the decision making <laughs> that any of these people are going through in this movie. And you can chalk it up to them being panicked or uh, going through some sort of uh, traumatic post-traumatic syndrome or something after seeing what had just occurred in this green room but oh man just no sense of urgency on like anybody's part to get out of this place surrounded by just the worst fucking people and to not want to just get out of there with the gun in your hand I just find it so hard to believe just uh but the movie Really well made. I like the cast. The cast is great. The practical effects are great of all the gore and stuff. We get some dogs. Sure, they're evil, but still got dogs <laughs> on set. It's always a plus. Love to see it. It's a well-made movie. Patrick Stewart was great as well. Uh, R.I.P. Anton, but it's a, it's a yes. I just... I, I God, I don't know... I can't believe I'm saying it's a yes when the characters pissed me off so much throughout the entire movie after watching it uh, for the second time. I don't remember hating on it that much the first time, but uh, I don't remember what they did. They were just so dumb in this <laughs> movie. I, still a yes, though. Soft yes. Yeah, Mikey, I'm with you. Uh, not necessarily with this movie, but like I had heard a couple years ago, you guys gotta watch Gay Night. It's the best movie of the year. It's really fun. We watched it, and I like I hated the two main characters so much because they were so stupid at every turn, and it, it just like almost ruined the movie for me. They're like that unrealistically stupid, and like I get that. I, I don't. I've never been in a situation like they've been in that movie, and I've definitely never been in a situation like this. But 
Yeah, this movie for me, I, I thought I'm with Pat. It's like a hard yes for me. It's probably not a movie I'd watch again. Um, I did like the cast. I, I think like Anton Yelchin's like, uh, calm, uh, his acting style is perfect for this movie. He's like the leader, like Josh said, but he's like the front man, but he's not the tough guy. Um, he's just, I don't know, which is weird because he's, it's kind of not punk how he behaves, but. Yeah, it's cool. I actually thought it was less intense than what the trailer, I mean, the trailer's insane. Like the Red Band trailer. I thought it was going to be like, and I mean, it was, it was intense. Don't get me wrong. It was intense, but I thought it was going to be like nonstop. And they were like times where they were, it was more relaxing, not relaxing. It's never relaxing. Anyway, a hard yes for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm probably going to have to go check out some of his other stuff. Um, Apparently, he became obsessed with making a movie where something bad happens in a green room. And he made, like, a short film as part of some short film fest. But it, like, didn't really curb his hunger for this. So, when they gave him the opportunity, he, like, jumped on, I want to make this movie. And I think it's cool. Uh, definitely hard yes. So, that's four. That's four yeses. Uh, I Maybe not a food, but... Maybe the like warmest of PBRs. Maybe mm. I was just saying maybe a PBR. What, Josh? That you is, don't like that? It's preserved. That's one of our like weakest preserved movies. I gotta say. Why? I don't. I don't think so. What are you talking I, about? There's got to be worse ones out there. I mean, not even. Yeah. What was the uh, Twelfth Warrior? Thirteenth. Thirteenth Warrior. Whatever. I would watch Thirteenth <laughs> Warrior a thousand more times before I'd watch this. I'm done with watching dogs rip throats out like i'm good on that (laughs) anyway so i have a trivia yay peppy and i uh, workshopped a little bit Uh, he doesn't obviously he doesn't know what the trivia is about he doesn't know anything like that but sounds like he knows everything about trivia no he doesn't Mm. Copy link. Uh, Watch me sweep the floor with you guys now. <laughs> yeah, I'm already so he's, the NFL right now. I have made a green <laughs> rigged. I have made a green room folder. Oh wait, no, I'm just gonna share it to you guys. Um, I'll share it on the green room. Green man. So, Pap, what did we decide we're gonna do? Points. I think we're right? gonna do yeah. A number of guesses and then maybe an advantage. Yeah, I think uh, we were going to try to do... Everyone was going to get 10 guesses, but if it gets crazy towards the end and we're just missing, we're just going to stop. But Mikey's going to get an extra guess no matter what. So, whoa! These are... Let's go with... On the left is... I won't tell you what who gave the list until afterwards, but it is from like 2000 to 2022, the worst movie villains from that time period, 2000 to 2022. And on the other side is the top 20 best movie villains of roughly the same time period. Um, The worst ones on the left are a lot harder so they're going to be worth... Wait, what did we say, Pat? I think we were going to say, if you guess... Here's the thing. Here are the rules. You have to say if you're guessing a worst or a best beforehand. 
And if you try to guess a worst and you miss, we were going to say zero points. You don't lose anything. But if you guess a a best one and you get it wrong, you lose a point. But you do get a point if you get it right. Does that make sense? So if you guess for the worst list, it's either plus one or minus one. If you guess for the best list, it can only be plus one. said the opposite, okay. literally. Other way around. Oh, other way around. Yeah, other other way, around. way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Other and here's another caveat. Don't. Please don't ask follow-up questions until later, I guess. But like you said, like I said, you have to name whether it's the worst or best. You have to name the character and the movie it's from. Ugh. No throwing, no throwing out random character names. Can It'll you all explain make sense that the too. actual? Just say the actual question again. The worst or best blank? Like what? Worst or best? Can I forfeit? No. Now. <laughs> Worst or best villains of the last twenty-two years, twenty back since two thousand, like the worst okay. villains in movies. Yeah, and I don't mean worst like oh they're so bad they're they're so evil they're bad like they weren't fleshed out very well they're in bad movies they were underutilized stuff like that and then there's the ones that are the best the best ones are a lot easier than the worst ones so we'll. We'll, we'll work on this together. We'll figure it out. The order is Mikey. I, I mean, I guess you want to go first and you, and then Josh and Pappy. Mikey, you can do this. You watch more movies you than I this, do. You got Mikey. Uh, first of all, you're asking a lot remembering character names. I t- don't even know people's names at work. Okay, uh. so let's <laughs> calm down there, pal. This is never going to happen. You make it so <laughs> difficult you have sometimes. you like this. Best Best villain? Uh, I don't know. Thanos, Infinity War. Correct. Nice. Sounds good. Correct. I'm going to fill these in as we go, or Pappy can it. It's, uh, you, uh, if you fill them in, I'll give nice. the scores. Right. Yeah. Nice job, Mikey. Wait, where? Got a big wait, one. How is Pappy filling them in? I thought he had no idea. No, I'm giving the score. He's yeah. giving the score. Yeah. I'm filling in, in the villains. Good job, Mikey. All right. Josh. Where was he? Was he number two? Number two. Yeah, I don't see that. So why does he get one point? There you go. Yep. He got it right. He guessed in the best. But if he guessed for best and misses it, he loses a point. But I thought if he if guessed he got... for worst. Okay, I just thought you got more points. So that counts the for all of the MCU movies then? It's not like yeah, there are some Thanos like there... is on there again for... No, there are some like that where it's like a franchise. All right, so Josh... Uh, I'm gonna go just with the most famous one since then, which has to be, I think, Heath Ledger and that's Dark Knight. What's that character's name? It's it would be the best. I'm not going for worst here, just so you know. Right. And so, what's that? What's that character's name? So you need actor's name and character no, name. No, you said and the movie? actor. You never said the character. Oh, he's the Joker. Okay, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> well, cheese guys, come on. I, I, I wanna... <laughs> go ahead. How high up is he? <laughs> the penguin. Oh, sorry. Once, yeah, he th- once he goes, I will go. Um, yeah, number one. Number one. I'm gonna go for worst. I'm gonna try it, and I'm gonna say. Think he was played by Andy Serkis? What? I'm not sure, but but Snoke. Oh, in, oh, 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 I thought you were going to... Oh, okay. No side in, comments. Um, that was Andy Serkis? <laughs> Damn it, Josh. What, what is it called? The last... Incorrect. Jedi? Oh. Airbender. Oh. Good guess. Great guess. 
Incorrect. I love that guy. I didn't want you to torture yourself. Okay. Jesus. I love it, though. I love... I that's the thing. It. I wanted them to go for... I wanted you guys to at least try worst. I'll put... I'll even put Snoke down here in this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mikey? Uh, hey. Agent Smith. I Matrix. put it. N- incorrect, because Sat came out in 99. What? Oh. 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 Guaranteed he'd be top five. Forgot about that parameter. He'd, Forgot about that. He'd be top five. He had to have been, because he's so good. But yeah. I think there's a couple on here that are not on here, and I think you're going to be like, what? But good guess. Josh? I'm struggling, Wait. and I'm running out already. Oh, yeah. But no. I have, I, I'm going to give my buddy Chris Durkin a shout out because he was texting me today about Loki and how pumped he is. That came out a few hours ago as we're recording this. Um, so, uh, Loki, can I just say MCU? Yep. And for best, I, I take it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Correct. Totally. Good job, oh, Josh. Commanding what? lead. Did um, I, I? I never gave the actor's name. Is that okay? You don't need to give the actor. Tom Only Middleton. if it like needs to be done. Hiddleston. <laughs> Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Deduct one point from Josh, please. <laughs> you got the name wrong. <laughs> All right, Pap. I really want to get a worse. Pappy, I think they should be worth two. They're hard. Which one's the worst? Yeah, but maybe not. It's fine. You are no, getting a bonus. Okay. So go ahead. Yeah. I mean, do whatever. Um, how many more guesses do we get, Brett? Uh, I don't know. We were gonna do like ten each. Okay, okay, okay. I think I'm we're go on two each right now. Another spoilers movie. Sandman from Spider-Man Three. For the Sandman for worst. Yeah, for worst. Incorrect. Good guess. So I love that. I love that you're taking chances. <laughs> He wants it. He wants it bad. I'm going to go down with this ship. Catch up quick. Uh, Perhaps on a good train of thought there. Uh, How about Doc Ock? Spider-Man 2 for best. Incorrect. This is bullshit. (sighs) Fuck this list. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Josh. Uh, I'm so proud of this guess. Um, I wasn't on this episode, but mid two thousands movie Whiplash, J.K. Simmons character. Uh, his name is like Professor Fletcher. I I hope that's good enough. I'm pretty and sure that's, it's Fletcher. That's, that's for best. Best villains. Correct, dude. Someone on Josh that podcast. Someone on that podcast said he's the best villain they've like ever seen. In a movie, was that you, Brett? I said he's terrifying me. for somebody who doesn't kill. For somebody who doesn't kill someone, he's probably the most Josh. terrifying villain. Josh is on fire. It's like a really bad movie, dude. Why are you obsessed with the worst list? <laughs> he is. He's gonna lose <laughs> just because he's stubborn. And I respect All right, that. I'm gonna. Oh. All right, I switch to. What what year did the passion come out? Is what Pappy wants to know. <laughs> the Pap Pappy baby, the evil Pappy baby. <laughs> Satan. Please don't mm. guess that. Let's just say that. Don't guess that. 
No, it's not my guess. All right. For the sake of time, I'll just go best. I'm going to guess Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood. <sighs> good guess, but no. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of good people on this list, by the way. Uh, worst villain, Electro, Amazing Spider-Man 2. <laughs> good guess, Mikey. <laughs> it is a good guess, good but guess. In- incorrect. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. You can't just fill a list with Spider-Man in both lists. <laughs> when they're bad, yeah. Josh, take a commanding lead. Um, I'll say Venom from the movie Venom. Worst. Incorrect. <sighs> just got to protect his lead, though, at this point. Yeah, just be smart. I thought that I thought people hated that shit. I never saw it, but I thought people hated it. Josh is more of an anti-hero. Literally just gonna say (laughs) that. Villain. He's the problem. It's him. The way Tom Hardy portrays him, he's more of an anti-hero. That'd be tough for people to put Tom Hardy on a worse list. I should have seen that coming. Best. Best. Black Panther. Killmonger. Great guess, dude. Fuck. It's a shoe in. Needed it, Pap. You needed it. I needed it so badly. Come on, Mikey. Uh, worst. Uh, I think his name is Darkseed from Dark. Justice League. Dark, <gasps> Dark Side. Oh. Dark Side. Dark. <sighs> Incorrect. How is that oh on my God. there? How is that not on there? taking a risk here since I just thought of Tom Hardy Bane from Dark Knight Rises for best yeah come on let the games begin what is happening Uh, shit's rigged let the games begin fell asleep during that movie alright Pat (laughs) I I, I feel like I want to make to make it more interesting, make the worst be worth two. Because I said, but oh. I, I, I can't change the rules now. Can't change the rules now. Integrity of the game. Yeah, you're right. Pappy? Um, dude, I got like nothing. I'm like blanking. A um, lot of spoilers movies on these lists. Okay, yeah. Hey. All right, all right. Oh, shit, but that, well, then which one? Um... Best Sauron, the Lord of the Rings. There you go. Incorrect. I hate this game. <laughs> Sorry. I don't hate this game. It's a good game. I'm just, I'm just sucking it up. It's a good game, but I don't hate it. That's okay. That's right. Sour grapes. That's what that is. Um, uh, the cops. Any Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> <laughs> the best, stop, <laughs> best Mikey, category. Mikey, stop. Come on. You might be onto something, though. Uh, how about... Um, oh, what's... Uh, uh, I don't know. Mr. Glass from Glass. Ooh. For worst category. <laughs> Incorrect. Josh with the commanding lead. The score at home, it's negative one to four to negative one. Josh. 
Oh my gosh. We knew the game was rigged, but we didn't have the script that the NFL had. This would be guess six, I think. Guess six? Of 15. <laughs> worst? I'm gonna guess a worst, because I don't have like anything good on deck here. Um... Oh, what's his name who says, like, he wants to take the last shot in the last John Wick movie, the coup de gras? This only goes to 2022. I, I said that. Yeah, okay. Gosh. Um, worst villain? I can't even think of a cheesy movie right now. Brett, I'm so frozen up right now. Um, That's all right. I like the bet. The worst list is going to be hilarious, though, once you go through it. Oh, okay. I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. Um, oh, my fucking God. Um, Battlefield Earth, John Travolta. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Dude, there's no way. <laughs> what was that guy's You're name? You're going to guess this character's name? Uh, I think his name was Erroneous Hubertius. <laughs> what? From Battlefield Earth. Official uh, guess. I mean... I'll try to get a better I, guess next time. That's all I got. I can't give you that. Incorrect. Got it. Mm. So it actually is right, but none of us are going to get his fucking name. <laughs> I can tell you that you could not be more wrong or far off from his name than what you said. <laughs> uh, if he is indeed on this list. Gotcha. Best Jigsaw Saw. Brittany guessed that one. It's not on there. I cannot believe that. Hmm. Recency bias. Jigsaw was it? Oh my god. Okay. He's better than some of the ones on here, I think. Ugh. Got some good ones, though. Yeah, uh, I take what you think about the Saw movies out of it. He's a great fucking For sure. Villain. Brilliant, brilliant character. Mikey? Hmm. You're up. Uh... I should have made a rule that you had the... Flip-flop. Uh, I feel... Hmm, I'm going to say... Oh, man. Um, the movie? Phantom Menace. The bad guy? Darth Maul. Oh, but is he best oh, or worst? That came out in 99. Stop. That came out in 99. Ah, fuck. Okay, that's helpful. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so is that my guess? No, go ahead. Nah. I stopped somebody else earlier. Oh, you. <laughs> Um, Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> best. <laughs> That's a good guess, actually. <laughs> Incorrect. We're to the point where Mikey has completely given up. That's all right, though. I just don't know if I could possibly come back and name five. Maybe Mikey can give you his extra guess. How many more positive ones are left? A lot. So many. Uh, every man, children of men. I'm, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out. It's, it's my turn, right? <laughs> yep. In honor of 
Corey. I'm going to say Kylo Ren from the sequel movies. Star Wars. For, for best? Best, yes. Let's no fucking, fucking go. way. As a villain? Wow. Number eight. Because he's a villain in the first and second one and some of the third one. <sighs> nice job, Josh. He's Where on was fire. this list sourced from? I'll tell you. I need the source so I, I can get you. them in the mind of what <laughs> sick fuck made this list. <laughs> I, I think you're going to like some of the ones when I'm done. I'll, I'll tell you all of them. Pappy, I mean, unless, yeah, I mean, Josh is taking chances. He's going for best. He's just on fire. Worst? General Grievous, Star Wars, Revenge of the Sith. There you go. Incorrect. Uh. I want it worse so bad. Okay. The four, four more guesses for Mikey, three for everybody else. Uh, the Predator from Pe- Prey. No, uh, I, I, if it doesn't originate from a movie or show starting from 2000 on, it's not on. So I'm going to let you start over it's there. It's 2022. But... That was Prey, last year. But that came out in the 80s. I'm all in, in your parameters, Brett. Right. This is your game. I'm just playing <laughs> Incorrect. it. Incorrect. Come on, uh, Josh. I was going to say Pat, sorry. I'm on... I think this is going to be a worst guess. Is it Martonius Antonius from Battlefield Earth? <laughs> what is the actual, like, uh, Scientologist current leader... I've heard Kylo say his name so many times. Miscavige? Uh, Miscavige. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say from Battlefield Earth. Uh, what's his first name, Pat? David. David? Thomas? Da- oh, David. Yeah. I'll say David Miscavige from Battlefield Earth. Worst. Josh, villain. I was loving how on fire you were. Are you going to blow it like this? Okay, but this is how my brain works, dude. I'm Incorrect. frozen right now. Give me, give me a second, okay? But he's, he's still, yeah, he's still yeah. not losing points. I'm going to say Lord Farquaad, Shrek, best. Is that post? It's incorrect. Is that post 2000? <sighs> 2002. Oh, wow. That's a good one. He's really good. Mikey. Top Gun Maverick, the Russian fifth-gen fighter pilot in <laughs> nice. fighter jets. He's not the Russian. Best. There's no country. Incorrect. <laughs> oh! Oh! It's Russian. By the way, I was really I'm counting going... on two other people when I made this, but... No, it's fine. I'm going for best. And I can't believe I didn't think of this earlier. For one billion dollars. Lower the globe! Dr. Evil. That came out in 97, Josh. No, there's sequels. But it originated in 97, just like Mr. Just like Agent Smith. But if you want to. Okay, so can I just go with Fat Bastard for worst? (laughs) (laughs) Good guess. Incorrect, but that's a good one. Damn it. Thanks for the heads up there. That's very honest of you. And I'm unhappy. I'm 100% sure this one's on the list. Let's go. And Antoine Chigurh, No Country for there Old Men. There you go. Best. That should be number one. <sighs> Jesus. Let me check my list. No. <laughs> okay. That's correct. Number four, by the way, for people who can't <sighs> see. I haven't been doing a very good job for the people that can't see. Kylo Ren was eight, by the way, for the, the audience. 
Joker was one. That I don't think insane. I said that. Bane, 20. Terrence Fletcher, 19. Killmonger, 17. Loki, 12. Loki's a better villain than Terrence Fletcher. Holy Loki's shit. Loki's in so many things. And actually, crazy, he's become kind of an anti-hero. But anyway, good job, Pat. Did just you give yourself a point? Out. I think I just thought yeah, of number yeah. three. Mikey? Crack the code, boys. Uh, Mr. Zodiac from Zodiac. Best list. Incorrect. Now listen, I don't know if he's Sergeant, Colonel, Hans Fuhrer, whatever, but Hans oh. Landa from Inglorious Bastards. Please tell me, me he's on the best villains let me check, list. Let me check my list. Yes! Number three. Yeah. That should be number one, too. That's why Anton... That's like a I'm different sorry, type of villain. We've I'm been going sorry, for like superhero movies, but... Joker's number one, and it's not close. Uh, honestly, like I really respect Joker and Thanos being like way up there. I think that's cool. And Thanos to do it for to build up for so long was so awesome. Anyway, everyone this, wants things to be perfectly balanced. I get where he's coming from. Uh, Pap, I think we have two guests. Maybe one. I don't know. This this do this one, and then one more round. Colonel Quaritch, Avatar, worst. Let's go. Worst? Incorrect. That's a good one, though. <sighs> Heard Colonel. Uh, the Collector from the Collector <laughs> franchise. Best category. Yes. <laughs> Incorrect. That's good, though. I thought you were going to say the guess. Yakuza from Tokyo Drift. <laughs> All right, Josh. He's more of a hero. Worst is hard. Yeah, you know, he does kind of stop him. Is this just like bad movies? Worst? Some of them, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh. I'll go for a worst. Um. No, that's so stupid. Huh. Uh. Yes, Josh, I will go worst. I, 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 I want to go worst. I want to okay. go uh, Jared Leto as the Joker in the new Batman. Ooh, that's not a bad guess. What? Is it on there? Number two. Let's go. The only one he can't be stopped. All right, fine. Fuck it. Jared Leto as Morbius in Morbius. Yes! Worst. Is he the villain? I have never seen it. I thought so. Is it worst or <laughs> he's, best? He's not incorrect. Mikey, you have one more guess. Can this be this one be worth uh, uh, 15 points if he gets it? <laughs> it's worth 13 if he, gets a, if he gets a bad one. It's worth 12. How about uh, Jared Leto movies right now? Uh, Jared Leto, Blade Runner, bad guy, worst. <laughs> Incorrect. All right, guys. I'm sorry that it was limp again. I was expecting a lot more people. No, Josh tore it. The Josh, Josh was I thought on there fire. was one more round. Do you have another guess? Go ahead. 
I just thought there was one more out. I actually don't have a good Nah, guess. I think we're at ten. I think you've missed three. <laughs> I've blown my load, boys. <laughs> because for worst villain in a movie villain, you put the current leader of Scientology. Uh, that's one of your guesses. Okay, that's so... incredibly high batting average. <laughs> do you want me to, f- hey, me to what finish... I would love to know what some of these are, sir. I'm going to tell you all of them real quick. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Josh uh, won by a lot. He was on fire. Congratulations. J- Josh, that's two wins in a row, correct? Jesus. Is that a two-peat, Pat? I mean, that's not much competition peat. tonight, but... Okay. Oh, dang. <laughs> dang. All right. So we're gonna. I'm going to tell you the, the answers, and then we're going to kick it a spoiler man, and then Josh will tell us his pick. Uh, yes. Should I, do you want me to go with finish the best real quick? Finish yeah, the worst. worst first. All right. Okay, best. Uh, try not best to be made. Remember, I didn't make the list. Don't yell at me. 18. Who made the list? Can you tell us that Oh, yeah. Uh, they were both lists, two different lists by Watch Mojo YouTube channel. Mm. 18. Patrick Bateman, American Psycho. Oh, fuck. By the way, guys, you were. You guys had a lot right movie, wrong villain. Um, 16. They said Saruman edged out Sauron because he's more of a villain. He's more seen. Interesting. So, uh, 16. 15. Okay. The Armitage family, get out. 14. Koba from the Planet of the Apes franchise. I figured. Oh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I figured Stevie, like, I know he likes those. 13. Great villain. Calvin Candy, Django Unchained. Yeah, okay. 11. Alonzo Harris, Training Day, King Kong. Yep. Ten Pennywise from It One and Two. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. Just 19, iconic. Um, it's not like Amy. Amy Dunn, whatever from Gone Girl. That's a great villain. Yeah, I'll take that one. Yeah. Like a psychological one. Um, seven. Bill the Butcher. Pappy, we're close. <sighs> Gang, Gangs in New York. Wrong DDL. Daniel Day West View. What's his name? Westfield. Plain, Plain View. View. Plain View. Yeah, Daniel Day Plain I, View. <laughs> this one I flat out do not agree with, but it's on here. 16 Arthur Fleck slash the Joker from Joker. Number six. I think that's way oh, too high. Joaquin. Yeah. That seems pretty high. Five for the last one, Voldemort. If any of us would have thought Voldemort. Oh, Voldemort. If any By of us would have thought of yeah. either of those, we would have guessed it. Guess it. The two that I the couple that I said would you guys would be mad that they're not on there? Mikey actually guessed one. I can't believe that either Doc Ock or Green Goblin weren't on best villain. Anyway, yeah. you guys you guys ready for the worst? Some of them are bad and I Brett. don't know, but if, yeah. if Saruman supplants Sauron, don't you think Snape should supplant Voldemort? Yeah, but he doesn't... Snape becomes... Snape's always a good guy. He's just a humongous douchebag. He's a villain in movies one through seven. Dude, but <laughs> yeah. Kylo Ren no, becomes a good he guy. Has it true. At the end. That's He's undercover. All right. That's true. I actually... I don't know if I agree with this one, but... Number 20. The Mandarin. Iron Man 3. I like Thank- Iron Man 3. I yeah, like I, tape, I just but. think they thought that, and then they kind of make fun of them in Shang-Chi. Uh, I haven't seen this remake, but the sister Summer Isle and her followers from Wicker Man remake. Anybody seen that? Is it the Nick Cage one? The Nick Cage yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Um, 18, Parallax from Green Lantern. 17, the, uh, 
known what I got in this one. Toy Maker from Spy Kids 3D. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Toy Maker. 16, Slender Man from Slender Man. 15. <laughs> the hit video game? Mikey, Mikey, you were close. 15, Green Goblin, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I Spoilers, guess classic. Laurel Hedare from Catwoman, played by Sharon Stone. Mm. 13, Blackbeard from the movie Pan, played by Hugh Jackman. 12, Enchantress, Suicide Squad. 11, Malekith the Accursed, Thor 2. 10, Lucian Crown, a.k.a. Milo from Morbius, played by Matt Smith. Dude, I was close, though. Uh, 19, I never heard this one. The Bye Bye Man from The Bye Bye Man. Anybody? I like when it's the character from the yeah. movie. The Bye Bye Man from eight, the another, Mr. Bye Bye Man. Eight, Mikey, another right movie, wrong villain. Steppenwolf from Justice League. Mm. Seven. He's not even, what? He's the main bad guy. He's not guy. the Thanos of that. He's, but he's, like, you gotta remember, Darkseid's not even in Justice League. He's in... Justice yeah, because they never got to him. He's the big bad, and they never got to him. Release they killed the that Snyder universe. Cut. Right. <laughs> Seven. Loki, son of the mask, played by Alan Cumming. Six. Uh, whoever said Sandman. Right movie, wrong villain. Venom, Spider-Man 3. Damn. Has anyone seen Jupiter Ascending? I've heard of it. Wachowskis. Balaam Abraxas. Played by Eddie Redmayne. Four, Doctor Doom from Fantastic Four 2015. Here we Checks go. Out. From Battlefield Earth, played by John Travolta. Turl. Turl. Is Josh gone? Just one name? No. Oh. And then I'm just soaking this in. I need to know it for next time, bro. I don't. Just I don't Turl Miscavige. Turl Miscavige. I don't agree with number one. Turd Miscavige. I don't think he should be number one. But like um, Lex Luthor, Batman vs Superman. Huh? No. Huh. That's that's a weird. They, they basically just that's... put him on there because they think his plan is so stupid. It I'm works. so proud of like you, know, Jared Leto. All right, guys. Leto. Thank you. Thank you for bearing with me, you guys, and the audience at home. I appreciate you playing. I'm sorry that didn't work out for you, Mikey and Pappy. Josh? It's okay. Um, it's a conspiracy. Let's go ahead and kick it to Spoiler Man, and then when we come <laughs> back, Josh will have a second win. Let's see what TV show episode is going to pick next time. Special thank you to our patrons. Matt Troll. <laughs> Was that real? Brother Brian. We, we were so drunk. Druid King. It is still blades and fangs for the visitors, but we are getting lean on time. Nick. Just relax. Everyone just relax. The cops are coming. The Meg. We're going to drink. Nurse Stacy. All right. Let's give them some room to work, folks. The Wolf. Barky 420. Hey, hey you're, you're going to edit this, right? PK! We'll give you the gun for a cell phone. Spencer. Well, that's what concerns us, man. Gale. 
Even ladies and gentlemen, regarding the ain't rights or the aren't rights, be the one. Swole. Fuck off, no son. Yo, quiet. Okay, Justin, don't no, move. Nobody to... move. No, if we get over behind Nobody here, Nobody talk. Careful now. Cheese zombie. When you take it all virtual, you lose the texture. Sebastian. They knew real war, and they played real war. Dr. Lar. You can't keep us here, man. You gotta let us go. We're not keeping you. You're just staying. Stone Cold Austin. What about Steely Dan? Nephew Quinn. We're on the bed. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilers podcast. Be sure to check out Corey's podcast, Big Dumb Movie. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Spoilers is now available on Audible. And we are back. We had a nice spoilers discussion. And Josh, what is your movie going to be for (laughs) sometime next month? I teased these guys with (laughs) Biodome or Operation Dumbo Drop. I was also thinking of Dustin Checks In. As oh, Stevie would call it. Dustin? <laughs> yeah, that's what Stevie back to, says. Back to back, Jason <laughs> put Alexander Put some picks. respect on his name. It's Dunstan, okay? <laughs> I know, Not but Dustin. that's a Stevie joke. Just say Dustin checks in. I think it's so funny. Anyway, we're going to go with... Alexander. We're going to go with one of the that first movies. card, okay? <laughs> we're going to go with one of the first movies I ever remember considering in my small child brain. One of the most obscure movies I can ever remember seeing. It's from 1988. Stars Richard Pryor. It's called Moving. I've mentioned this movie to you guys a couple of times. It actually has a pretty star-studded cast. It's got Dana Carvey in it, Randy Quaid, Richard Pryor. Randy Quaid. Yes. <laughs> star studded. I did not pre- stutter. Pre- crazy. Okay. And Josh hates Dana Carvey. I do hate Danny Carvey, actually. I love Danny Carvey, so... I love Richard Pryor. I don't know where to find this movie. Oh, it's on Tubi for free. It's on Tubi for free. Thank God. (laughs) Spoilers is single-handedly keeping Tubi alive. It's the best streaming service, unironically. (laughs) All right, cool. All right. So, uh, what's it called, Josh? Moving. We're going to be watching the 1988 classic, Moving, starring... Mm -hmm. Randy Quaid. But <laughs> I said it guys, was an obscure 80s, not a classic, okay? I'm going to try to finish before we get to the two hour and 20 minute mark. Guys, thank Let's you go. so much for bearing uh, with us all. It's a long episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. That was Spooky Spoilers.
Dude, Josh dominating a movie trivia. Who Dude, fucking oh saw that come out? I thought he was going to struggle and give up early, but he like was like... I was just guessing out, like the most obvious shit. No, I dude, pulling like, out Terrence Fletcher is a, I was, is a I was just going to say, I just re-listened to the Whiplash and oh, told nice. Jared to listen to or to watch that movie. He was asking for a recommendation like two weeks ago. He's never seen it? And I Brittany and I listened no, and I movie. and I remembered you saying I was like racking my name. I was like control yeah. F'd my brain for villain. It was like When you said when you said Whiplash and you're like seemed like you didn't know his name, I was like, Oh god, please, Josh. And then you said Professor Fletcher, I was like, Yes, I can give him that. I thought you were gonna make me say his first name. <laughs> oh no, no. You got a movie, Josh? Well, I wanted to I wanted to ask you guys between the... Th- I have a couple choices. Brett Love does it. this sometimes, too. I do. Okay, so do we want mid-90s camp, obscure Oof. 80s, Oof. classic 50s, or shit-stupid 90s? Mid-90s camp. Yeah, that sounds... That or the obscure yeah. 80s. Okay, so, I I think I may have. Okay, so the two '90s movies, you decide which one is shit stupid and which one is camp. But one is <laughs> okay. Biodome and one is oh, Operation God. Dumbo Drop. Oh, please, Biodome. That that was a movie Gray loved. Like for spooky, I don't know if I can watch. No, Operation we're done with Dumbo spooky. Drop. We're done what? with spooky. What? what? We've right, only done Pat? one. Oh wait, you guys did Saw and. We gotta do one more, but you can pick whatever you want. And no we can one do did another Saul, spooky. but I, I think we have like four or five already, though, Pap. Right? I, do we? Let, creation. Mikey and I did not, Saw. We yeah, did Saw. Creator's <laughs> not a spooky spoiler, right? Okay, we have Book of no. Henry coming out. We've already had Bo is Afraid. Uh, is Book of Henry scary? Oh, yeah. It's pretty scary. It's oh, disturbing. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's That's good news. I just honestly yeah. think this one is a November release. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I didn't realize you had done so many. That's good. That's good. Let's go with obscure 80s. All right, I'm ready to I go love back. It. Love it. Okay. Okay. That was spoilers.